<laughs> you guys, this is everybody all together. Stop it. Stop it. Bring the girls in. Happy birthday to you. Brady, you have a beautiful voice. Happy birthday. I like when little Korean, non English speaking kids sing me happy it's birthday. It's kind of hot. It is kind of It's that weird uh, Korean porn where they do that song and then they pull their pants down and you realize they haven't groomed for months. What the hell? There's a second verse? All right, that's enough. Thank you. Oh, that's too, too much. Verses. That's just too much. She's <laughs> riffing. That's too much. She is kind of riffing on happy birthday. Thank you. All right, thank you very much. The Koreans uh, did that. That's very squid games. I appreciate that. Happy birthday, me. Oh, thanks. That's right. It is uh, 546. It's my birthday today, so you're going to be hearing a lot about that. Uh, I... I have to say right off the bat, thank you to uh, Chad McDaniel and his wife, who works up at the Schwartz Laser Eye Center. Uh, yesterday, I went down in uh, Victoria down front. She was in a terrible mood, horribly rude yesterday. Yeah, I saw that when she was throwing oh, stuff at you. Mean. Yeah, I did. I went down there. I opened the thing and I put the inside the the little bag. Uh, there's the you know the fluffy paper that women have gone crazy. The fluffy paper industry exploded in the last twenty years because girls are like ah. Fluffy paper. It is the biggest waste of money and resources this to, to world hide the has. gift bag, the gift in the gift bag. Yeah, to put. Yeah, because you can't just close the bag. Yeah, Got a fluffy paper. Yep. But you know we're serious about the environment, and all this other stuff. Until it comes to fluffy paper, then we'll just throw that stuff. Out. I biodegrade so fast. Yeah, but it's still a process and a manufacturing. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So fluffy paper. I put it on her counter, and I was going to give Victoria the bag that it came in because chicks love that re-gift bags. Right? Yeah, oh yeah. It's got a happy birthday bag, so I put it down. And I put and Chad McDaniel his wife very haha put almond joys in the bag knowing that I would nice. hate that part. But uh, inside the bag was a personalized bottle of Tito's that was a, a a silhouette of Barry Wood and it said John's birthday vodka and it was Tito's. I didn't know you could make the label that way and it was very That's great. Cool. A little poem on it. it was very nice of them. So that was the, the way I kicked off yesterday. Then Victoria got all seawardy about the whole thing. Yeah, she wasn't happy. You're making jokes. You're putting it on my counter. And I'm like, hmm. She was like, just the bag? You're not going to give me the bottle? Pretty sure I can get you fired on my birthday. <laughs> She's got so much to do during the day down there. So That's I mean, true. You know, picking up that paper. You just mean. Anyway, bah, screw them. Who cares? I don't care what her day was like. I was having a nice time. And then uh, over to the Action Ride Shop, got my new bike, which I rode in this morning, and it was amazing. This day is perfect. It is a glorious weather. I don't know what's going on. Got a little on. spit, little spit this morning. I didn't get any rain. It was just wet ground. Ski mask is already here, so maybe she's any landing in birthday. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, she's this? got a. This is amazing. She showed up early for my birthday. Fantastic! Wow, wow. ski mask. Who maybe knew? she brought you a Starbucks. <laughs> oh, that could be. <laughs> Did we even play it? There's no reason. <laughs> no, she's there's on no time. Yeah, this, there's, she's early. She's not robbing anything. She's earning her earning her keep. Well, maybe for my birthday, she's turning over. A new leaf, which is great. Or she knows if she can, you know, comes in today, one day, yeah. it'll help the average. That could be, because yesterday was six. Now she's at five fifty five, so she's holding strong and yeah, she might she might pull a six oh nine or something yep. to balance this back. But yeah, good for her. Congrats there, ski mask. Uh and uh yeah, of course, uh, besides being my birthday, uh it is the funniest day ever in uh NFL network. Boy, did the Cardinals give the NFL network a ton of ammunition. With Kyler Murray's contract. I don't know if you saw that. No. In the contract, part of the guarantee is that he has four hours a week of independent study on film. 
four hours a week to watch film because last year That's he said demanding. last year he said I don't, I have uh, kind of an innate ability to see the field. I don't really need to sit and study film all day long. And they're kind of like the Rams in the playoffs proved you might have needed to do some studying. They had you baffled. And so in his contract for you know quarter of a billion dollars included in that is doing his job. It's, Which yeah, it's, and it started maybe, uh, and I could be low on it. It started with eight hours a week, and they probably they came back it and out. said, "I bet you're right. I bet you there was." Uh, we'll, a, we'll do it for four. Kime and the guys are like, "How about twelve hours a week? Independent study that's yeah. proven because they know evidently on the NFL, uh, the the best thing that ever happened to coaches is they know how much time a quarterback's put in on their iPad because it's the team's play pads." So they know when they're watching <laughs> film. And, it's like taking driving school at it home. Is. Like, they you know. Have to, yep. yeah. You have to check in every once in yep. a while. They're breaking down the film. Ugh. And he wasn't doing anything. So now you've got to wonder, and I'm if this is true, and this is stuff we don't know as regular people, if this is something they were worried about, they shouldn't have paid him at all. If you have to force a quarterback to want to be a quarterback, at least to try, because he even said he plays video DeAndre Ayton, same exact. I play a lot of video games. I stay up real late. I don't really dive into film for 24. Well, that's – don't you know what the great ones have always done? Peyton Manning couldn't get away from film. And he had that same – by the way, Kyler, your innate ability to see the field naturally, Peyton had it too. He just honed it. He made sure that he could look at the thing and go, I know exactly what everybody on this thing is going to do now. And Kyler has that in his deal now. And four hours is nothing. David Carr on the NFL Network yesterday was like, you couldn't pull me away. It was like I, four hours like, a day. I wish I could have uh... – Done that deal for me. None of them have said that. No. They're like, I need the yeah. film. David Carr was saying, I used to do it. And Michael Robinson, who was a, a running back, said, I watched at least three, four hours a night during the season of the tape. I, I wanted, I didn't want to get smashed by a linebacker. I didn't want to go in for a block and have another guy there because I didn't pay attention to what they were doing or what we were doing. He goes, diagnosing tape was the most important part of the job. You have to talk him into it. You got $100 million guaranteed in that? Uh-oh. Webster might have pulled one over on you. Because now it's guaranteed money. What's to stop them? And that's what they were saying yesterday is that it's one of those subtle things. that baby step. If he doesn't do it, the contract's void. Well, the parts of the guarantee, not all They can get him, yeah. Yeah. They can ding him. So that's maybe smart of the Cardinals. No. Because if you've got a franchise player that you've got little things in there going, we're looking for ways out, he's not a franchise player. If you're looking for ways to escape your franchise quarterback, Little, Going into yeah, it, little yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first day, it's a good deal. Yeah, that, that's that's a bad sign. And as a Steeler fan, I sat back and laughed and laughed and laughed because I've been hearing from Cardinal fans like crazy. At least we got a quarterback. Okay, just give us four hours. Mine can read. Oh, <laughs> ah, but yeah, that's that's just four hours a week is not for, I, for I each team. That. I guess every week you know, he has to like, do four hours. Yeah. I can do that, and I don't even know what I'm doing. I watch at least four hours of Steelers stuff after a game. I'm not breaking down tapes, but like interviews, and I'm sitting on that thing reading, and I'm on that for four hours a week, easy, before trying on Saturdays. Uh, or actually, it's a, yeah, it's Thursday and Sunday. I watch the Mike Tomlin show. That's th- that's an hour right there of Steeler time I'm dedicating, and then I listen yeah. to some pregame. That's another hour. I got two or three hours of weekly reading and stuff like that for no reason other than to just be a good fan. 
because I'm addicted to it. I'm putting in four hours. It's ridiculous. Putting in Martinez. Absolutely. And I don't even have it in my contract. Maybe my next contract here, I'll be like, I'll put in four hours a week of uh, of listening to the Ski yeah. Mask Ski Mask show. And I'll say you got to listen to John Jay and <laughs> I'll listen uh, to the competition Beth and all that. If that was part of it, and they were going to give me a quarter of a billion dollars, I'd blow Beth for <laughs> every week for that. Ooh. That's a tough. That's a tall order, but it's like you know, stretch marks. Hundred million dollars guaranteed, but but caveat. You've got a deep throat, Beth McDonald. Okay. I'll do that. She's going to choke you out. Yeah. I'll treat that thing like a kissing booth. I'm going to be down there for hours. Four hours a week. <laughs> e- easy peasy. For $100 million, yeah. Brady, I'll do it to Sign. you. Right? I'll do it on the air every day. And people driving to work will be like, well, it's $100 million. You've got to blow Brady everybody. Hey, you'd hear that stupid... The that, rooster would be, yeah. have a whole new meaning. <laughs> you'd, you'd hear this thing going off like crazy and be like... That, People are like, what's wrong with this guy's show? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> for the first 15 minutes, he blows the guy across from him. <laughs> Why? $100 million. Oh, Jesus, I'd do that. There isn't a guy out there listening right now, even if, especially if you're in one of those cars where you're all in orange long sleeve shirts and you're about to go to a construction site and you have to pick that weirdo up every morning. You're looking at him right now in the passenger seat going, $100 million? I'm going to blow you, Raul. That's going to happen. Yeah, no man in his right mind turns that down. Ever. The Pope. Might look at you and go, all right, just once. Everybody. The money is not important, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and then, of course, all the emails I got yesterday for poor Brett. This is a rough month. The entire cast of Goodfellas is dying this year. Mm-hmm. You've lost Leota. You've lost Paul Sorvino now. Yeah. Paulie Walnuts was died in there. This he year. was he in, was in Good too, Feather, yeah. uh, Goodfellas. He was an extra, well. but. It's not easy. James Con, Con dies. I mean, the Godfather. You're losing them all, and I'm and I keep pointing it out. De Niro and Pesci are teetering. Shut your mouth. And I said it Shut yesterday at Action Ride Shop. And what did Josh say? They don't look good. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Josh is not a doctor. He's a bike guy. But <laughs> even if the bike guy, look if the bike guy's looking at Pesci and De Niro, going medically, I don't see it happening much longer. Uh, doctors are probably feeling the same way. So brace yourself, Brett. You're going to get the day off here soon for – and I told him, I said, I hope Pesci and De Niro both die on Columbus Day. I'm taking the week off. <laughs> what about Pacino? I need a morning Italians day. Italians would lose their Pacino feels like he's going to live forever. Besides, he's done so much crap. So is De Niro, though. Some of his movies are so dumb. I, I lost it for Pacino completely on everything he's ever done uh, when I saw Jack and Jill. Oh. He's in that Adam Sandler yeah. movie where there's cross-dressing in it. Oh, Ridiculous. Terrible. And speaking of The Godfather, you know it was the number one movie in the country on July 26, 1972. 50 years ago. A film that shouldn't have happened. Nah. I still don't understand. Babe, I got it. I still don't understand why that was made. And I still haven't watched that. Don't. The offer is like, this movie was so hard to make, but they had zero obstacles. None. Give me a half hour. I'll get a guy. It was the the easiest problems to solve I've ever seen in my life. And they solved them like immediately, and they tried to make drama out of it. Uh, yeah, fifty and Pong was invented uh, in 1970. Things that are turning fifty along with me: Nike, Pong, uh, the Egg McMuffin. Mm-hmm, not bad. Nice. Seventy-two wasn't all that bad. Uh, the Honda Civic, first one came out in seventy-two. Still running strong. Yeah, probably in 1972 is on the road today with a dude named Raul looking at a guy going for 100 million. He'll blow me. <laughs> you remember the uh, the size of it? When it first came Brady, out? Brady, I was an infant. 
It was. I was younger. Was than smaller. Than, look at me. It was smaller than a smart car. You remember this? I wasn't born. The first. Pull up a picture of the first the Honda Civic. Oh boy, do we have to? Yeah, I was just saying it's it was riveting. It says hung around. Yeah, exactly. Brady's very excited about the size of it. I assumed it was small, but you know what are you going to do? It was the Honda. It was the Japanese. They were starting to fire cars to us then. But yeah, that was uh, that was out there. Uh, there was a couple other great ones that were on my birthday. Fifty years old, but they're doing that thing of what turns fifty this year, and I just happen to be one of those things. I'm not on the list. Surprisingly, it drives me nuts. There it is. Looks like a Yugo. Yeah, it doesn't look that bad. It doesn't look too good. Still either. runs. No, no, I wouldn't Still own it. Still runs I mean, today. Like, here yeah. it is now, though. Oh, the new Civics are nice. Yeah. They're supercars. But, yeah, no, I mean, that's a different. Oh, Nerf footballs were in 1972 also. Those came out. The oh, straight-up nice. Nerf? Straight-up yeah. Nerf footballs. Snapple. The Mercedes. Snapple's that old? Yeah, the Mercedes wow. S-Class. Mr. Pibb. Good stuff. Uh, Don Dish Soap. Hacky sack, which I, you know, sometimes some things suck on 50, 50 birthdays. Wheaties will love it. Yeah. Uh, Magnavox. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. I had a lot of great stuff started. 50 years old. That's weird. It's a weird thing. Magnavox. They didn't make it too long. Though. No, they didn't. They went into the 90s, I think. They might still be doing like that was microwaves in Korea or something, huh. but not here. Not a lot of Magnavox stuff going on. So, yeah, turning 50 is a strange, it's a strange beast. So all these other people in their 50s welcome you in. And I'm like, what's going to happen? Maybe that's when Magnavox got into the TV side of it. Well, it's just this mm. Magnavox started. That's when they yeah, started. Yeah, okay. 74. Well, oh, headquarters in Fort Wayne, Indiana. There you go. Is that right? Yeah. Magnavox? Yeah. Huh, how about that? Well, oh, yeah. remember they had that video game, that Odyssey. It was like Odyssey. the pre-Atari. Pre right. It was all yeah. black and white. Yeah. That's right. They beat, they beat Pong to the yeah. punch with uh, that weird thing, but it wasn't any games. No, nah, it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the things that are 50 today. And I was paying attention to all that yesterday. People have been sending me that, uh, emails and texts and things. Here are other things. Here's the number one song when you were born, which I think was uh, Lean On Me. Oh, no, it was Gilbert. Actually, the day it switched. Alone Again? Alone Again by uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan. And then Lean On Me was uh, number one up until the day before. Alone Again, naturally. Yeah, that was number one then. It's weird. So that's enough of that. People can stop doing that now. Kyler, are you studying? They have to have a guy on the team that has to go and knock on his door. Kyler, what are you doing in there? No video games. Oh, and he also has a bedtime. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because he, he says I stay up all night long. So what, a sir and ma'am come in there and check <laughs> on him in the morning, the Papadopoulos? The Papadopoulos. <laughs> go in there and say, uh, are you studying? Yes, ma'am. Lights out. If I open this door, is there going to be studying or video games? Don't open the door, ma'am. <laughs> Kyler. Oh, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, Webster has pulled a fast one for $100 million, and I like it. Also on my birthday, it has been announced, and this is a bad thing, and I don't know if I've ever told you this story. This is the dumbest, this is the best dumb girl moment of my entire life, without a doubt. Uh, it was 1995. I'd never had a Choco Taco. And Choco Tacos, are they're not making them anymore. They I've, All right, I've never had one you still, haven't? to this day. Oh, you need to do what I did. Go find my old girlfriend from Tony Roma's. Okay. We were sitting at the – is the Walgreens on Alma School and Baseline still there? Uh, no, it's a Laser not. Quest or something. There, it's right? next. It's some kind of Asian market now, oh, like it is? Lotus okay. something or other. So we went into this thing. But, yeah, I remember. 
And I saw this. I've always had an affinity for the Choco Taco. Not for its taste or anything else. I don't know that I've ever had one after this day. So I'm sitting in my uh, uh, car at the Walgreens, and we go in and grab something. And on the way out, they have that freezer full of Choco Tacos, like right by the door, right? right. And I'm like, ugh, Choco Taco. And I'm thinking chocolate taco. Like, this is gross. And she goes, you've never had one? I'm like, it sounds horrible. You really have never had a Choco Taco? I'm like, no. And then she goes, get, get a couple of those. They're the best. And I'm like, I don't think I want a chocolate. Because I'm thinking corn tortilla. I don't know what it is. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm like, ugh. And she goes, if you don't like it, I'll blow you in the parking lot. Okay. This is awful. The first bite I took, I just told her, I hate this thing. And I'm like, get to work. It's right there at the Walgreens parking lot. And I'm like, you realize I didn't even – like, if I, even if I loved it, I was going to say I hated it. No, you wouldn't have. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. If you don't like it, I'll blow you. Right there at the Walgreens on Alma School and Baseline. Nobody said a thing. Nobody looked in. Nobody did it. She she got right down. I'm like, I'm not eating this. And I threw it on the ground. I'm like, this is disgusting. I can't believe you made me eat that. You really hate it? Ugh. It's the worst thing in the world. I don't think I could. Ugh. Ugh. I'm going to throw up. I know. You better get to work. She did it. And I'm like, she might be the dumbest person on the planet. <laughs> what else do you think I'm going to hate? Well, it might not go away for sure. Well, somebody else will buy it like they did Twinkies. The guy, the founder of Reddit, Alexis uh, Ohanian, said he'd like to purchase Choco Taco from Unilever. Yeah, he must know Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> he must have met her a long time ago and said, oh, we can't get rid of Choco Tacos. This girl falls for it every time. Alexis. You know what? I think I'm ready to try another. Just ch- after. I should have taken her back. I think I'm going to try that Choco Taco again. I don't think I gave it a fair shake. But if I don't like it, you know what to do. <laughs> All right, fine, but you're going to love it this time. Ah, we'll see about all that. <laughs> nope, horrible. nope, still horrible, still awful. It's melting. I better finish yeah. it just so it doesn't make a mess. Have you ever had the awesome blossom? Oh, God, that sounds <laughs> terrible. I'll give you anal if you hate it. All right, let's go give that a run. I'll see if I can. <laughs> yeah. mm. Yuck. Anyway, let me just take this out real quick. Then. Stupid awesome blossom. Yeah, she fell for that. Like, And as she's doing it, it didn't. Like, I mean, she probably liked doing that, but didn't dawn on her at one point, like, hey, maybe, hey, maybe he's lying. <laughs> maybe he didn't even taste it. Like, she should have made me have to polish the whole thing off. You know, you got to eat the whole Choco Taco, and then I'll do it. If you hate it. That's, but I, it worked, and it was immediate. It was, like, quick. It wasn't even, like, sexual. It was a bet. It was like if Brett and I did it. It, wasn't, there was not, it was a transaction. I was more than happy to pay up. And she gave it right there, right at the, right behind that Applebee's, right there Good at the her. Walgreens Applebee's, and it's amazing. Good on her. Yeah, she's a keeper. Talk up weeks. She was, she was a two-year keeper. <laughs> if you could fool somebody into that, I mean, that's that's Harvey Weinstein stuff right there. She's a, a notebook girl. Yeah, she got yeah. a nice okay. six-page yeah. letter. Yeah. <laughs> she never got it. Oh. <laughs> she gave me a six-page right. letter. Uh, oh pl- yeah, yeah plagiarizing Brian oh. Adam. Yeah, when I called plagiarized, you plagiarized your entire love letter. Brian Adams' lyrics, that, this is weak. But uh, yeah, so. Right, there's a floating uh, journal around somewhere. Oh, that draft, please God, be in the deepest of the dump. <laughs> it's the, I can't, I can't, like on my 50th birthday, if that thing reemerged, we would have 10 days worth of reading out of that, and you would die laughing. Love notes to her private parts. <laughs> to her private parts. <laughs> 
is so bad. <laughs> Love letter to her vagina. There you go. Ages of it. Yeah, this this will stop it. Forever remind me of that. But the Choco Taco thing is strong. I hadn't thought about Choco Tacos until I saw the story this morning. And then she popped back in my... You know, you do a lot of reminiscing on... Uh, a good 38-year run. On milestone birthdays. <laughs> Brady, let me it take is. you back 25 years ago. The young man, I was probably... I was 20... Jesus, almost 30 years Choco Taco was only seven years old. Choco Tacos cost about 17 cents back then. So essentially, for 17 cents and one bite of a Choco Taco, I got a blowjob. We need someone to bring you Choco Tacos down here to the station today. Oh, yeah. And if you can wrangle her up real quick, that would be a bad. Pop her out of a Choco Taco. Again, I don't like it. I just call it a Choco Taco. I don't think that's... Maybe that's what I call it in my head. Choco Tacos are even better. They do chicken in them. Yeah, and then she plagiarized that letter. I think I still have that somewhere in a box. Uh, just for just for laughs, I think I kept it. Like Jesus, this is one of those hilarious. things. Just I'm not going to throw it away. Well, I put it in her memento thing, and then I stored that somewhere. Forgot about it, and then when I moved, I opened up a box. Like, what the hell's in here? I'm like, oh, geez, there's a Choco Taco wrapper and <laughs> <laughs> like some underwear. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday to me. As we reminisce, uh, I reminisce about a lot of things, but that one came up. I'm like Choco Tacos. Rear their ugly head back in my life on my birthday, saying they're not going to exist anymore. Does that mean blowjobs go away now after 52? Choco Taco is kind of synonymous with that. Oh, man. Yeah, I've, I've walked by so many of those little freezers at the, you know, Walgreens or whatever, and they got the Choco Taco. I'm like, all right. I, I look at those things, you are my man. Throwing Choco the guns Taco. out yeah. at it while you're walking by. <laughs> I've, never wanted, I've never wanted one of those, but I remember you and I have a history, Choco Taco. And they do. They do. Are they still in freezers, or are they kind of like their own standalone freezer? I remember they were all by themselves as you walked out of the drugstore. Nothing but Choco Tacos inside, and it was always full because who the hell wants that? And maybe now more than ever, Choco Tacos. It's surprising. It says uh, Klondike started earlier this year, discontinuing the four pack. Yeah, um, that's too many. You only need one bite, then <laughs> <laughs> you're done. Yeah, I wonder if they're still in the like the Circle K Time Forgotten. Maybe they have yeah, that could be there. right down the street here. I will go check it out. That's probably he'll tell you. they're probably <laughs> from that same time period inside of that Choco Taco freezer. I wouldn't open that if I was Jew. <laughs> okay, thanks for that. That hasn't been uh, breached for a while. Indiana Jones would pass that by. They've got Mickey Mantle ice cream yeah. bars in there. Yeah, that was the dumbest girl moment I've ever been. On. And I'm just sitting there going, "This can't be happening." This is she's gonna catch on in the second. Hey, wait a second. Yeah, I'm like, all right, finish fast, boy, finish fast. This chocolate is horrible. <laughs> Yuck! Chocolate and vanilla ice cream. <laughs> what kind of combination is this? Anyway, yeah, you you said I'm so mad at you for making me try this. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be in my throat forever. Uh, speaking of, let's get, uh, let's get that going. Yeah, it was like I had to be like 22 then, so I was all about. But I was not good at fooling. I figured she'd probably not fall for that. But she, that was her offer. If you don't like it, I'll blow you right in the party line. Okay. Guess what I'm not going to like next? You could have given me a plate of lasagna and $100. I'd be like, yuck, I don't want any of this. Right, get to work. I don't even need to try it, and I can tell you, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, just by looking at it, I can tell. And I was mouthing off all this ghetto candy. 
It is disgusting. This is for poor people. You're just such an <laughs> asshole. You're going to love it. I guarantee you're going to be eating these like crazy. Yeah, we'll see about all that. Best yeah. challenge ever. It wasn't like, I want you to down this bag of circus peanuts. Right. And then I'll... <laughs> uh, and I would have been... I don't know if it'd be I worth know. it. Okay. Still worth it. <laughs> I don't know. My, Maybe a struggle. My stomach root. <laughs> Not the big struggle. family bag. Like the little, yeah. <laughs> the little one. I might be able to... Ugh. I'd rather ball up and try to get myself before I eat a whole bag of those. But anyway, that was a good time. Anyway, get to work, Brady. <laughs> but I'm not, I don't know that I've had one since. I think they were kind of off limits after that. I don't know that we ever even like really discussed how stupid she was that day. That day? Well, I mean, it was a lot of stupid oh, okay. brewing, but I mean, I was not smart then either. I was, but that was one of those moments where I was like, this can't be this easy. It took me a long time to get her to even think about doing this stuff with me. And now I take a bite of a Choco Taco and spit it out, and it's as simple as that. Here we are in a parking lot in the middle of the day. Okay. It was like 2 in the afternoon. Just <laughs> splendid. Big wad of ice cream hanging out of the side of the car. And I'm like, I'm not finishing this. That, that'll be a dead giveaway. <laughs> I did kind of like it. They weren't bad. Choco Taco. We'll miss you, buddy. Washed it down with a 40. <laughs> I did not do that. <laughs> we didn't have Chaco Tacos in Old English. I don't, <laughs> I don't think they had it in that neighborhood. <laughs> if, even, if they did, yeah, even if they did, I don't. that is not a combo of anything. <laughs> you somehow managed to mention that combination and black people even went, ew, that's gross. 40s Chaco Taco. My stomach hurts, Brady. <laughs> I'll bet you a blowjob I don't like that. <laughs> You're all <laughs> right. The battle begins. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we, for my beautiful birthday. Uh, and I'm going to remind you of it constantly. If you didn't get me anything, don't feel bad. There's still time. Uh, give us a call, 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Oh, boy. Here we go. I'll play that one real quick. Oh, here God, go. here it comes. <laughs> oh, hot, 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 Casey Chinnasaz says, this is funny. He says, imagine if Jackie and Brady were dating at the time. If you hate this Choco Taco, I'll blow you. And Brady would be in that car going, these are great. (laughs) Let's get another. (laughs) I guess you don't have to do that horrible thing to me. (laughs) Uh, And a lot of people are saying, for your birthday, make the listeners donate to the Humane Society. I'm like, well, that's not something you do. Make them. You do what I say. We're family. If you'd like to make a donation in my name for the Humane Society, I don't care if it's my birthday or not. Do it in your own name and go crazy. I think that's awesome. And then this is a good one, too. Uh, Josh says, uh, uh, browsing the Internet for a dog to adopt, and I came across Maricopa County's website. They're waiving adoption fees for the month of July. Nice. Bringing it up on the air. Any of them. And if you're looking for a dog to adopt, you go to the Humane Society, you go to Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. I, uh, I do all that stuff, Josh. They've got all sorts of beautiful animals over there. But get yourself a good one and be smart. Good for you. Congratulations. I uh, I was reading this just before we went on the air and it was bothering me because people are mad at Olivia Rodrigo. Again? Well, yeah, she's trouble that one. She's a stalker. All her songs are about driving by a guy's house. And like, and if a guy wrote that, it would be, you know, it's like the police writing 
get a little aggressive. <laughs> Every breath you take, and then uh, "Boys of Summer" by Don which Henley. Is a big wedding song too, which is the still creepy love that. Part. I yeah. still love that the girls want to dance. To I've that. still had to play that, and I'm like, really? All right. Oh, hey. the lips of an angel was at yeah. a wedding I was at. And I'm like, like, that is literally the guy's on the phone with his girlfriend, was, <laughs> and you're dancing with your dad. What's the other one? REM, the one I love. The one that yeah. I had. This one goes out to the one I yeah. love. Yeah. That's the one. I don't think you have listened to it at all with any sort of discerning ear. Helter Skelter? Really? Well, that would make sense to me. That that adds up. But uh, Olivia Rodrigo is in trouble because Twitter can't be happy ever. For one day, Twitter can't just go, that's nice, good for that person. You can't have a good for you moment on social media. If you, if you even have a like, hey, I did this for myself. Oh, must be nice. Like there's always some dick who's living a miserable life that now has a bullhorn to talk to you. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo showed that she's got a Chipotle card, and they call it a celebrity card. And they're like, hey, here you go, Olivia Rodrigo. You, my baby, have got yourself a free Chipotle card. You don't have to pay a Chipotle. The rich get richer. And then some idiot actually wrote, this is how the rich stay rich. Right, by not paying for Chipotle. (laughs) Do you realize how much she's doing for Chipotle for a free burrito? She's getting she's getting jobbed. Oh yeah, by Chipotle completely for saying she's not getting paid anywhere near what she should get paid for somebody who's won four Grammys in the last eight months because she just walked away with a ton of them. Uh, and Chipotle's like, hey, here's a free card, and she had to took her time to put it on her social media. That's that probably should have cost Chipotle about five million dollars, and it was free. So the rich get richer. Chipotle's who you should be upset about because they just got away with murder by taking advantage of celebrity. And plus, Olivia Rodrigo takes a huge chance if, if Chipotle has a CEO that says the N-word or something like that. And the next thing you know, she's tied to that. Yeah, that's a, that's a minimum of a, a million bucks to produce even a commercial least. and then run it on TV. And Ch- yeah. Ch- I don't know how many people she has on her Instagram and her social media, but it's substantial. And for the, that many eyeballs to see... Olivia Rodrigo go, hey, I love Chipotle, is a massive coup for Chipotle. But, the, but oh, people are so mad at Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, we just give people who have tons more. Ching Chavez. I'm like, Which you're just mad. Which is better for Chipotle. Yeah, they won't <laughs> give you. Exactly. They won't give you anything for free because you're nobody. That's how it works. It's always been that way. We act like there's some sort of new society where the rich just keep getting handed things and the poor people have it. It's always, but watch Monty Python, for God's sakes. There were people who just had to move human from one side of the street to the other with their hands while the king rode by and had sex with their family. It's always been that way. Olivia Rodrigo got, if I was her agent, I'd be like, what in the did you do that Chipotle thing for? That was a million dollars. We just lost a million dollars. Well, what do you mean? You could have got a million bucks from Chipotle just to hold that card up on your social media. That You're an idiot. Go drive by their house, you, you, you jackass, with your stalker songs. That one song she's got is the... I drove by your house and I wanted to kill you. It's like the strangest... And girls take it as a love song because the dude broke up with her and doesn't want anything to do with her and she just keeps driving by. Just a driver's license or whatever. It's creepy. But yeah, so celebrities will always get free stuff, and you won't, and I won't, and Brady won't. Brady probably will. Brady won't. Uh, uh, but, uh, and Brett won't, because we're not important enough to their bottom line. So don't get mad, at, get mad at Chipotle for robbing Olivia Rodrigo. She's the victim here. That was a smooth move, Chipotle. 
And if I'm Chipotle, I'm pulling that off every time I I'm gonna give like even Brady, who has like what a thousand followers on that miserable uh, you know Instagram. National Geographic thing he's doing. Even you popping that up there, it'd be like, we'll give you a week's worth of free food for this. You got it. You get a little pop in there. It drives me bananas. These, these, these fake class wars we've got where we sit and fawn all over celebrities on Instagram. We lose our minds following people and being, and then the second they slip up, we have the world handed to you, don't you? We're a bunch of bipolar lunatics chasing celebrity, and we get mad at them when they act like celebrities. That's been the nice outlet for the uh, Instagram and Facebook or whatever that people can go, oh, I have a shot at being an influencer. Yeah, well, and that's and influencers are the ones that they kind of bother me a little bit because you're sitting there looking like, what have you accomplished? You've done nothing. You've got, But they've done something to make 2 million people interested. So even though I don't understand it, why they're popular, they are. It's, there's tons of stuff like that. Like, I was going to say the WNBA, but they're not popular. Anyway, <laughs> things that just hang around for no reason. You know, like the Jake Paul thing. They're just kind of hanging around. I guess you just kind of know how to get in under people's skin enough to be paid attention to. Which is a strange. Yeah, they just kept putting it out there, putting it out there. Yeah. Brady, if you had to have a bedtime from your work, what time would it be? Because Kyler Murray also has a bedtime. This is hilarious. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock would be your bedtime. That would be. That would be it. You'd have yeah. to be in bed by and nine. By nine. Yeah. <laughs> no later. It's what you no do later. now, or you lose your contract. Yeah. I know. That's what <laughs> I mean. Nine is a little late for you, I'd say. I bet you fall asleep most nights before nine. Oh, if I can get in before nine, I'd do it. You run to bed. Love like it. A... <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen? Because I worry about that now that my uh, age has crept up on me. Have you always you been know, a person who loves running where, to bed? No. It, when we first, probably about five years into doing this job, it was like, it, oh, I got to be in by this time. I want to get seven hours. That's wow. the key. I can't imagine it. The sun's barely down at 8 o'clock. But now, it's, it's like if there's one or two days a week that you're not getting that i'm okay but i can get a little i i know i feel it you go two days without getting you know on four hours of sleep it affects your sentence structure yep (laughs) good make sure that that gets tip top all the time you go to bed at like like me you're like 10 11 yeah yeah yeah. 10 30 11 i don't think i could ever break that but then um you know if you do that if you uh incorporate a nap yeah, but it feels like a punishment. Doesn't bedtime feel like a like an imposed bedtime feels like punishment? Like if your boss said, you have to be in bed by 9 or else. Then 9 o'clock all of a sudden. Well, yeah, normally I am, but... Yeah, no, it, it that's... Is, the it's point a punishment, is, right? It's like they're, they're cracking You feel down. it after a while, then then you get to a certain point like... You just start heading that way. It's only been a punishment. Yeah. It is because I'll be on the I'll be on the couch sleeping or something, and Miss New Booty comes out, and goes, "Come on, time to go to bed." I'm yeah, like, no. I don't want to go. <laughs> right. I, don't I fight go. it every night. No, <laughs> bedtime's here again. I get I all pissed. <laughs> I'm gonna miss something good on TV, Mom. <laughs> but even uh, but Kyler gets that, and I'm blown away by this Kyler Murray deal. This is this I didn't is, see what time his well, they didn't say a time, but okay. they said they imposed curfews and things like that. They didn't get detailed about, it. and they, they've got stuff in there that's like monitoring his behavior. And uh, even Mango Weedy video game DeAndre Ayton didn't have bedtimes and, you know. Um, you that know. we know. I mean, well, they, because they would have said something. They had to know that. When the, when the contract was written, they had to know 
that the NFL Network and ESPN and, and the media were going to read it. They had to, they knew they were going to see that stuff. So DeAndre Ayton's contract doesn't have it, or it would be out in the media too. Going, oh my God, they've limited his screen time to two hours a night. They've got parental controls on his stuff. It would be interesting to see how that compares to other behavior clauses. Well, I in guarantee contracts. you, it's, it's got to be. Similar. Well, I guarantee you, it's not similar. It wouldn't be news. They would be saying it's just like this guy's thing. It's just they, they were blown away on the NFL Network yesterday. I said, wait a minute. It's a guarantee. It's a clause guaranteed break if he doesn't do the four hours of self study. Like he's got to do it on his own. This is on you now, young man. You study. It's study hall. Which isn't much of a clause because it's if you're saying it's on yourself, he has to turn himself in. No, he doesn't. That's what I was oh. saying before. The iPad, just... the iPad keeps track of what he's doing. Gotcha. But how do they? They've uh, air tagged him. They basically have that on there to say you're not watching tape. You you, you didn't even crack this. Last but how do they know if he's going to sleep early or not? They got ring cameras set up in his Maybe. house or what? Maybe. I mean, Ew, I don't know. Maybe in his... Well, they have the uh, baby monitors. Yeah, that's probably it. Baby Sir monitors. and Mammer in the other room listening. I look at it like Steve Kimes got probably a great big house, or Cliff Kingsbury, we've seen his great big house. Yeah. And in the corner's a little dollhouse that Kyler lives in, and they can keep an eye like beacon the, the little crib. windows. They, yeah, they all have a crib. And he's just, Barbie house. he's just in there going... <laughs> oh, he's out like a light. Look how cute he is. Then they freak out at night because there he is standing on the yeah. rails of the crib. He's up. Right. Ah! I want to play Red Dead Redemption! We know you can't do that right now. Oh, man, it's not even the season yet. It's your turn to feed him. We're getting into a pattern. Yeah, he's like a gremlin. Don't <laughs> feed him after 12. <laughs> this contract, the more I read about this, the more I'm like, man, oh, man. Don't give him a free Chipotle thing. People will lose their minds. But, yeah, he's, it's just so strange to me that this is a, this is a contract thing. This is like something that the Cardinals thought was necessary to keep this guy in line. And they gave him a quarter of a billion dollars. He, get, he really had to be effing up behind the scenes for them the to thing. add that into his contract. Then you don't give a guy a quarter of a billion dollars. That's my point being. You're mad those at, are the risks, a, yeah. you're, you're setting yourself up for a failure. Olivia Rodrigo gets a free Chipotle card and people lose their mind. This guy's got 200. It's, it's kind of like ski mask. Like if she has a new contract, they're like, we're going to need you to start showing up on time. That's the most basic fundamental part. Like that's the easiest part of your job is getting there. Like being on time is if it has to be written in there, you're not the guy. You know what I mean? If it has, if you have to force someone to show up and do the job, the, the small details, of the job, they're not the guy. They're not the one to pay. And I'm like, again, as a fan, we didn't know this stuff. We weren't sure of his behavior behind the scenes, but clearly they did, and they still paid him a hundred million guaranteed to just. That's you know all these construction guys that you have to have a hammer. Oh man! All right, otherwise you can't work here. You got to bring your own hammer. Oh, all right, I guess construction hammers is a thing. Like it's the most basic part of what you do, and, and they knew and it. Like you say, you know, you're throwing out that much money, huge to someone that have you ever heard that man? Nobody outworks this guy. Never once. Yeah. No. You always talk, hear about his natural ability. And someday when that kind of combines with work ethic, this guy's going to be a monster. But he doesn't want to work. He doesn't want to have one. He has to have it forced on him. That's not work ethic. That's uh, ceiling. That you're, you're trying to get him to, like, hit. You're trying to give him a new bar to jump over. That is not That is not a guy you're... Well, it's like, you pay me this much money, and yeah. I guarantee you I'll make it worth your while. I've always said I'll that. I'll work harder than anyone else. I'd rather have somebody I have to pull back than push forward. You know? 
know. I'd rather have somebody, I'm like, whoa, 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 you're going a million miles an hour. Calm her down. I appreciate the energy. Rather than somebody's like, are you going to, are you showing up? Are you coming with? What's going on? Is there any money in it for me? You're not, you're not part of the team. Yeah. If you don't want to be part of the team. And that's kind of one of those, I'd rather have somebody I'm grabbing by the, you know, the waistband saying, you're running ahead of us. And this is great, but let's slow down. Let's find our medium. Not a guy you got to keep looking back and wait for him. Wait for him. He'll be here in a second. But we got some trouble here in uh, the Arizona sports world with DeAndre Ayton and Kyler Murray. They're rooming together. Both of them have the same problem. They just don't want to really do the job. They're not passionate. The crazy part is you never heard this about Michael Jordan. Nobody outworked oh, him. No. And, and they uh, just gave look, him the money. Somebody actually, I got a text from, uh, a very funny text from Scott Haynes. said, who do you think works harder, Kyler or Brady? Uh, for prep, not Tom, your Brady. And I'm like, geez, that's a good question. I'm not sure which one. I know Brady's in bed on time. Uh, but yeah, as far as game film, Brady's pretty much here, <laughs> reads it. And, That'll do. I don't, you're kind of going along with the stories as you read them a lot of the times, which is making it fun. But if I demanded, Brady, I need you to have the stories ready the day before. Rewritten and right? yeah, yeah. do it right. This wouldn't be any fun. But that's not what we do. But that would that, that so, means that you're not the guy what, for the job. If I wanted right. you to be prepped and ready, Brady's not the guy for the job. If I want a guy who's like you know diligent about delivering Here's news, a system. You ha- not only a system, but like you have a you have a <laughs> an ability to break the news down and make it right and deliver it beautifully and have this and zero errors and you know the answers to the questions to the stories <laughs> instead of just staring at us going well and then making something up. Then this is not the show for you. Brady Brokaw. <laughs> I like it better the way Brady does it, which is making it up as he goes along and winging oh, yeah. it. Tonight on NBC News, Brady Bogan with an investigative report about something he made up yesterday. Brady? Thanks, Tim. Tom. <laughs> he doesn't even know their names. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tim. I'm Brady Bogan. Professor Brady Bogan. Not a real professor. Tonight on NBC News, Brady, breaking news in Uvalde. They've suspended the... You know what I'm talking about? Not at all, Tom. Uh, yeah, that Mexican place over there on 7th Street. <laughs> Not Uvalde. Yeah. I used to love when Tom Brokaw had Tom Aspel, because that was in the height of his inability to speak. You nailed it. We're going to Washington right now for Tom Asshole. Aspel, asshole. <laughs> I was struggling to say words in my elderly state. But yeah, you just have to you just have to look around the room and just go. This guy's not the one I want. You know, he's not the leader we're looking for. And that's on Kingsbury and Kime and all those guys. I can't believe anybody would. And you're right; they did have a deal. Like I got to do twelve hours. Well, four hours a week is nothing. Twelve hours a week of tape. We have to have proof that you're watching twelve hours a week. Breakdown tape. No, four max. I'll do more than that, but four is my... That's the baseline. It's the flair. And you really have to wonder, what's next for them? We'll see how it works that's out. We'll see how this year goes. Well, doesn't that make it so the rest of the team's like, well, if the guy getting a quarter of a billion dollars only has to do four hours of tape, why do I? Dale Hellstra used to tell me that all the time when Deion Sanders got to the Cowboys, because it ruined it. He said, because we're flying high. And he said, we ran on talent the last Super Bowl. He goes, it was, wasn't Barry Switzer. It wasn't anything else. We ran on talent. He said, uh, Dion comes in, and he's like, I ain't practicing. And he goes, all the other cornerbacks are like, all right, best in the business. We're just going to hang with him. Like, he was their idol. 
And he showed up and just made it so the whole room was like, we don't have to do any of this. Like, you just get out there and kick ass. That's it. And they were good enough to get away with it for a little while. But if you've got a guy that's, you know, the big name, and he's like, tape? I don't know why you're doing that. You're going to listen to him. The younger guys especially are going to be like, Dion doesn't watch tape. It's all about skill. You just have to get better on the field. And that's uh, the Cardinal, That's big trouble, Cardinal fans. If I was a Cardinal fan, I'd be eyebrows raised. I'm like, if you knew that, you needed to tell us. This is not how the fans need to find out. Anyway, poor little Kyler. He's going he's gonna to catch a beating, especially the first game if he looks unprepared. Oh, he's under the microscope now. Well, he's always he under the be. microscope. It's the only way to see him. He'll be prepared this time because he's at least four hours. Well, he'll have four more hours than last year's games. We have to sit and watch TV and not play video games. It's a child. Uh, anyway, go get him, Cardinal fans. Enjoy your lost season. Maybe it'll work. Maybe they've motivated him, but I don't see it. Are you watching Shark Week at all? There's a lot of new stuff. The Jackass Shark Week thing's out, and that's been kind of entertaining. But, I haven't seen that yeah, one. That's been pretty I saw, um, I don't know if it's a, it. I saw Orcas versus great whites how'd that go who won it's starting to uh the orcas are starting to really prey on the great whites are they really yeah they got video of this oh yeah oh i gotta see some and of there's that. a couple of them that are uh basically the shark you know the problem is they're doing so much feeding and off the boats to attract the great whites then the orcas now know that they go over there and they herd them into yeah, the boats i love watching orcas hunt because they talk, you can see it. Like they, they'll they'll make waves and they'll move things and they, they do stuff on purpose. That's pretty cool. The Jackass thing was interesting though because they kept, they put Chris Pontius. Have you watched it? I have. They not, put Pontius no. in the water. They put uh, uh, Wee Man in there, and then this fat guy that they've got now. Uh, he's more hideous. But he got in there, and then they're freaking out the whole time about what's going on. And then they'll pull back on the boat, and you see cameramen swimming outside the cave. Outside of it, and I'm. Still blown away at the idea that cameramen never get enough credit because there's got. I'm like, where's the camera? Because and there's got to be someone backing them up, right? You know, to protect their backside. And it's just a slew of people hanging out in the water while they're the sharks are going after the cage, and their camera shots are unbelievable from outside. And some of them are just dipped down in on a stick. Yeah, but there's a couple dudes just floating around with cameras and wetsuits, and I don't know if they've got that weird chum that. That makes sharks go away, but if they do, the sharks are ignoring it as they swim past them to get to the cage. Well, I saw a little uh, film yesterday that cameraman's holding the camera, and it was a 15 foot great white on the back of his head, and oh. just did a little, oh, man. A little nibble, and, oh. and the guy had no idea. Oh. Camera, the show that Shark Week needs is our cameraman. Uh, introduce us to those heroes because I used to watch all those wilderness shows with my dad and he'd get mad at me because I was eight and I think it's because an eight-year-old just told him you're watching garbage here they're setting this up yeah because I'm like dad there's a camera in the den of the beavers I'm like this isn't dangerous there's a cameraman who dug this out and did this no 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 that's not how that works I'm like well then how did they get the camera inside there why don't you go outside and play and it, it like I never got like Jim and you Marlon know, Perkins, Marlon Perkins, back in the day. I mean, they would just, they'd put the uh, animal sometimes under the log. Flip this over, Jim. Right. Oh, there's one. There's one. Because it takes hours But the cameraman would be 15 feet ahead of him, and you'd see Jim, like, sneaking up. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you have to walk past that. To get to the to get to get the camera shot, the yeah. dude had to walk past that miserable Komodo dragon first. 
to get this shot. Jim was very daring that day. I'm like, what about the dude who jumped over that thing to film Jim touching the Komodo? He was daring Jim because he would, they would ask him to do some stuff. I want you to get in with that 30-foot anaconda and just get in the mud with it. <laughs> right. But meanwhile, there's three camera angles of guys who have surrounded that thing to set it up. And, and uh, the crocodile hunter was another one. The one time we didn't have footage because there wasn't a cameraman around. But every time the crocodile hunter did stuff, he got bit by a Komodo dragon while he was in On a the tree. the heel of his shoe. He was in the tree. Where was the cameraman? On the ground filming the Komodo dragon running after him. Yeah. I'm like, you, that's the most dangerous. We need a show called The Cameraman. Now with drones and stuff, it's easier. But this jackass thing, they're like, oh, these guys are so risky. And I'm like, the cameraman is doing ten times is, more. Is the real. They're the heroes. Yeah. And the jackass guy's just sit and laugh. Ah, Pontius, that was close. And the camera guy's like, it knocked the camera out of my hand. It hit me. And nobody knows who you are. We get free Chipotle. Like, Jesus, this is insanity. They'll dress like a seal and get in the water. <laughs> right. Yeah, get in there. You get paid minimum wage for a reason. Now get in there. Film Chris Pontius doing stuff. He's a hero. It's just strange. But, yeah, the Shark Week thing's kind of... It's been entertaining because they're funny. And Steve-O's not there, which is disappointing. The one guy got bit by a shark last year, and they put him back in the water. He fell out of the boat, and it got him. Yeah, why is the Steve-O there? I don't know. It must be a new contract. No. He's got to do film study or something. I don't know. I don't know. Johnny? Johnny Knoxville? Knoxville's there. Yeah, he's running the whole show. And he kind of owns it all, though, doesn't yeah, yeah. he? Yeah, he and Jeff Tremaine have yeah. the, they're the executive producers. And then they have some shark expert that's like, if we did this... Oh, the one thing that they're, they did that was funny is they... Uh, Sharks eat baby birds that can't fly real well. That kind of sit in the water. Yeah, showing them just, just mashing these these seabirds, just crushing them. And they dressed up the fat uh, little person as a bird, and then stuffed them in a cage for whatever reason. And they were going after him pretty good. It, like it was dumb, but they were getting real close to wee men. And, and then, uh, but the cameramen were outside the cage. I, I, I want to finally tip the cap to the cameraman because I don't understand how. The stars get all the credit. It all seems so fake. It's all garbage. Uh, but what isn't garbage is that e-bike, and I have to give credit to that. I rode my bike in this morning. I'm, I'm shocked to see how many people took advantage of the uh, perfect morning. I passed like five or six bikes, a girl on a skateboard. I, th- I think that's meth. Yeah, you don't ride a skateboard yeah, no. at four in the morning. She's heading home. She was in shorts and a tank top on her skateboard. What's up, Tweaky? Yeah, and that's what I thought. I mean, this is a meth thing. You just you don't skateboard anywhere at 4 a.m. unless you're skating to catalytic converter conversion house <laughs> to make the mess happen. And then uh, the funny thing was there was a dude in a t-shirt walking. Like as I passed the girl on the skateboard on the green belt, a, a guy was walking towards the girl on the skateboard, and I'm like, he looks messy too. This is a meeting, and I kind of wanted to stick around and see it. There must have been like 10 or 15 people out though, which was weird. Because- I think well this week potentially will be. Heavier just because you know it's no, it's cooler. perfect. But yeah. for I've ridden my bike in uh, perfect weather in October, didn't see this many people. So we're getting a little cabin fever. But they were out. That e-bike, I got myself an e-bike for my birthday. Uh, that's what you do. You buy yourself a present because then you can't be disappointed. And I got myself that e-bike, and it's awesome. We were so wrong about this, Brett, for so long. I know, I know. Uh, passing a guy on a racing street bike. On Campbell. I was going, and mine's got a little speedometer. It's going about 23 miles an hour. And I'm barely working, but I'm working. And I see this bike, and I see his red light, and I'm 
barreling up on it. And as I see it, it's like one of those dudes. He's dressed in the Seven Eleven Lance oh, Armstrong. Yeah. He's got the full Looking gear. for the rest of his team. He, he, he had to get up at three o'clock just to put the gear on and be <laughs> ready to go. It's and a solo Peloton. Here I go by on this big mountain bike. <laughs> morning. You hear morning. <laughs> and he's, you just hear him start pushing like, I got to keep up with that idiot. And I just blazing by him. There's nothing more satisfactory. You know, he called you the C-word oh, like 17 that, times. And that, that's why it was the best birthday gift I could be given because that's proof I made the right purchase. <laughs> I could have been him humping harder and not getting anywhere. Or me. Blazing to work. How much time did you cut off from about uh, fifteen minutes from your regular bike? Yeah. And that's pretty good on a that's bicycle. That's a lot. Fifteen minutes on a bicycle is a heck of a cutoff. So I left at the usual time, and I got here fifteen minutes before I normally would. have. Yeah, you came rolling in, and I thought you were some tweaker on a bike <laughs> come flying up on me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was walking in when I got here. I'm like, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I it was the. It, I highly recommend it to everybody. Just go rent one at Action Ride Shop. Just go over there. They're doing the whole month of. That's like twenty five bucks off right now or something. Amazing, and it's better to uh, blow past people who have regular old style bikes. It's hilarious. I still like a bike, but man, oh man, it's the best both worlds because they can't figure it out at first. That dude that was on that street bike who probably works every day, just I just went right past him, and he had to think, I'm got to get it better shape like i made him question himself like there was such a great satisfaction in him thinking i was so much better than him at this <laughs> that guy's amazing you feel so strong and it's all steroids it's what steroids had to make mark mcguire feel like pretty much you're barry bonds I'm, rolling by i'm him. crushing i'm statistically destroying everyone i pass and they're all questioning what do i have to do to get better steroids the answer steroids that bike is corked yeah i have a corked bike and it's awesome why have we been pedaling manually when we get this kinetic energy that lives inside the bike that'll help us out? Oh, and then you hit that little button and go from trail mode to ludicrous. <laughs> Your back snaps for a second. I'm going 100 miles an hour on a bicycle. You try to keep up with cars to make the person inside go, what is going on with this guy? But at 4.30 in the morning, people do think you're on meth, too, and that you can pedal a bike harder than anybody else. But go get yourself an e-bike. They're yep. super expensive, but sell your car. It's better than your, if you care about the environment. If you're one of those people, quit putting gas in a car and e-bike all over the well, place. Well, you get 10% so off right now. That's right. right. And, and, so. and you, you get a deal. That's right. Oh, it's so great. So amazing. I've been riding, I got it yesterday and just any chance I had. Last night, after Better Call Saul ended, I just hopped on it and just started riding around the neighborhood. <laughs> I can't get enough of this thing. It is the best birthday present I've had in a long, long time. Since Choco Taco blowjobs. I don't know that it was my birthday, but since I'm bringing it up on my birthday, I'm going to place it on that date. The gingers get better deals when they go into Action Ride Shop? Oh, we were at Action Ride Shop <laughs> yesterday, and Josh, who runs the place, is a full-out ginger. Red, white-skinned, red ginger. Red beard, red yeah. everything. Full ginger. And Brian is one of the guys who works on everything, right? That dude is he's, he's a, like a genius yeah, he's the bikes. He, the ultimate wrench? Yeah, he is amazing. So, uh... What were we talking about that he brought it up? He said something. We were talking about something about oh, oh, it was covering up and yeah, yeah. When because Brett was, was dying last time we went out, yeah. and, and Brett almost died, right? And it didn't bother me. And Josh, there he is, fair skin, white as can be, red, you know, ginger, everything. And Brian walks back and he goes, "That's because gingers don't have souls, and they can go out in the sun anytime they want." Well, he is one foot away from a customer paying for something. Who is this woman with bright red hair? And her hands go up in the air. <laughs> Like, what the... Hello? F- man. 
And she's not happy. Like, she's not pleased with him. And then he goes, oh, well, I'm sorry. And then he just he walks in after he realized he just shouted that right in her ear. He turned as red as Josh's ah, hair. It was the back. greatest. Ginger anger on one end, and then Josh was just laughing. <laughs> oh, and then we couldn't stop, like, making fun of it because this poor lady had to push her bike that she just paid, you know, and then was berated right at the cash register. Gingers don't have souls! She had no idea what we were talking about, why he shouted that across the whole thing. I think it was 10% off oh. for gingers yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> it's all free for gingers. She got a deal. Oh, but her arm's going up in the air like, why did you just shout that at me? I'm paying for, I'm paying for something. And the whole place just fell out. And then she left, and it got really loud laughing. Oh, poor ginger lady. Sorry about that, ma'am. That's tough. But if you are a ginger, you should be used to it by now. And you don't have souls. I think that's confirmed, isn't it? Most gingers do not have souls. I tried to cover it because I walked back towards it. And I'm like, look, when I had hair, I had red hair. I'm offended, too. I don't. I didn't have red hair. I was trying to make her feel okay about herself. And there she was, humping her bike outside with her head down, going, no one's ever going to accept me. But, man, and Brian, just his, his reaction of like, oh, geez, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, he had nothing. Yeah, nothing. I'm going to go back and fix my... And the best part is he had to go back to this wide open... There's like, he can't hide. The wall's missing. So it's, it's an open cash shop. register yeah. and then a wide open thing in the back. So we went back to his safe space and she could just stare at him. They were 10 feet apart. Oh, it was brilliant. I'm going to go work on this red bike back here. <laughs> so if you're a redhead you get uh, and, and somebody calls you ginger, you get uh, 20% off. Yeah, ask actually. for Brian. Yeah, ask for Brian. <laughs> ask for the ginger hater. Because man, was that funny. But yeah, get yourself an e-bike. There's nothing better. Nothing better. You got to get one now. Sell stuff. Sell plasma. Do whatever it is. Just to ride past. <laughs> I got a joint for you. I, my, my, do you think the tweakers are doing this morning? The whole weekend, I'm just going to, this upcoming weekend, I'm just going to, and I'm, I never do this. I'm going to get up early, and I'm going to find those. Yeah. I'm going to find those those pack of fat 60-year-old dudes who have a Peloton. You know, not the not the home bike, but they get into that little group of riders, and they're in you know U, they, UPS. Oh yeah, Seven Eleven. Yeah, there's their USPS. Sponsor, USPS. Well, the UPS. They have all their their gear, and I'm just gonna blaze by them as they hump it real Team hard. Shimano. I am going to just plaster them on mountains and everything else. It is the most fun I've ever had on a bike, and I love riding bikes. I can't sell this thing enough. It is so awesome. So, tweakers, sell some more catalytic converters this weekend and uh, head on over to Action Ride Shop. Yep. Can't cut the catalytic converter out of this thing. It is awesome. It just, you, can just, you can hear the smile on my face just thinking about what that guy thought of me. He hated me this morning, Campbell. He got up early, put his gear on. I'm not really sponsored by 7-Eleven, but I'm going to drive around in their clothes. Isn't it funny how much it would, like you're saying, Brett, it would chap you when the guy would oh, yeah. buy so irritating. But then it when you're does. on it, oh, yeah. you're like, you get it. You're the winner. That's yeah. why. It makes you mad when you're the second place, to, and you can't you can't win. When I'm on the trail and one of those guys pass me, uh, I'm just calling them the C word every 20 seconds. Then when we were on the trail uh, riding by these guys, like, <laughs> it, you know what? Yep. It feels good to be the now and again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the best. Making people envy you. In just a short period of time, and you'll never see them again in your life. You have no idea who they are. And there's just so much emotion that goes into that five to ten seconds of passing them as their life's work just gets obliterated by cheating. <laughs> it's awesome. All those guys that would have been uh, Hall of Famers if it wasn't for Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire. I now know. No, I'm not mad at Barry Bonds. I'd have done it, too. I don't know. I just want him to admit it. At least I'm admitting my bike is a... Uh, 
you know, not legit. It's not a moped. Yeah, it's like you're driving, you're riding your bike. It's not juiced. No. <laughs> yeah, if I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a completely normal bike. No, I can see All that my it's, pedaling. It's way bigger than most, but it's completely juiced. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Leave me alone. I'm going to the Hall of Fame. Then your cousin buys you a bike. Gives you that happens to yeah, it just happens to hand it over, <laughs> and then he's going to go to jail for buying you this juice bike. Eh? I didn't know it was juice. Juice. I just been. It's a bike. My the best. I've all, I've always said that about sports, though. If I played baseball, and the difference between ten million dollars and one million dollars is five to ten home runs, and I can get those home runs with a little action in my veins, I'm going in. I had, a, I had a friend whose brother... You're yoked. Yeah, I had a friend. Well, you look great. Yeah. You're crushing. You're getting a ton of... A friend of mine's brother was legit, and he could not break into the bigs. I mean, he was just... He'd go back and forth and back and forth. And his biggest regret was not doing steroids because he was watching guys with half the talent blow by him. And he's like, and I kept it legit. And he goes, and I... I he, he teasing, he jokingly says, my biggest regret in baseball. He stayed until he was like 31 bouncing back and forth. And he's like, biggest regret is that I didn't participate in the steroid era. I didn't get involved in that because I thought, oh, if you get caught, it's not worth it. And this night goes, I'm watching these guys, average players, suddenly become much better than average, and they're getting called up. The catcher for the Cubs, Giovanni Soto, was one that his old teammates said. This kid had 26 home runs in the minors total, hit 26 in the first five months of playing pro ball. Now, all this amazing uh, jump in talent, and then kind of took it away from him, and he was terrible. I played golf with a former baseball player who was trying to make a comeback, and I'm like, what, what's the problem? And he goes, they took all my candy away. <laughs> He's like, well, they had all the rules, that, all these new tests. I can't, pass a, I can't pass a test. Tougher to do the candy. He goes, it kept me in the league the last five years. I'm like, the roids? And he goes, oh, the roids, the uppers, all the stuff. We're all taking it. I'm like, oh. Thanks for killing a childhood dream that baseball is some sort of pure thing. Nah. Never. They're all looking for an advantage. E-bike. And so are we. In the biking world, how science got a hold of that? Blood doping. Who would have ever thought? And who's the first person that said, hey, if I take all of your blood out, cycle it, and then put it back, would you be up for trying that? Like, I don't know if that sounds like I like all my blood in me. Yeah, we can get it out, cycle it through this thing, spin it, pure gold. That way you can breathe for like an hour longer than everybody else. All right, I'll try that. The first time he tries it, like, hey, you're, uh, you beat your best time by 18 minutes. <laughs> I think I need to do this again. <laughs> Remember that thing we did where we sucked all my blood out? Let's do that again. It just, uh, who wouldn't do it? You would. Everybody would do it. You'd put an outlet in your elbow. I would, yeah, I would have a port. Yeah. I would import like a robot. Let me just unscrew this cap real quick and let's start sucking out my blood like a vampire. Go for it. Anyway, what are you guys going to do for my birthday today? Well, we got this whole thing today. No, we don't. Bring it up. No, we don't. I think we do. No, we don't. I'm uncomfortable with it. No, we don't. Here's the thing. See? There you go. Whoa. Way to go, mouth. There you go, mouth. Boy, you'd be the one. That's why I was saying no. Yeah. All I was going to say before Toledo announced there's a lunch. <laughs> if you weren't invited, it's not because I, I had nothing to do with it. I don't know who's invited to this, but I kept saying I don't want anything for my birthday as far as get-togethers because people will be omitted. 
And then it comes back on me as the guy that, you know, like I said, I don't want them there. And I don't know who's invited. Just play dumb. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Like Toledo. What, the lunch? The big lunch we're having for you today? <laughs> the big most people invited lunch? I don't know who's coming. And I don't know who it's going to offend. And I don't want anybody to be mad. I don't know who's going. What do you care about? I don't care. I just don't want it to be a hassle later. It's going to be dramatic. There's drama. Somebody's going to get pissed. And I'm not putting it together. And none of us four set it up, so. there's no. a re- Look, I've said this, like, people are like, you're not doing anything for your 50th birthday? I'm like, no, not really. You're not going to Vegas? And you're not going to, I'm like, no, because I don't want people to think that I pick and chose, you know, like, you guys want to come with me? I I don't want to. And you don't plan your own party. Right. You don't. Well, I told that to Doug Hopkins. He planned his own 50th birthday party last year. He was having a big 50th birthday party. you got to come out. And I'm like, no, people are supposed to throw you a party. I'm not going to the party you plan. I'm having a party for myself. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> You're celebrating you. I do that every day. But, yeah, so, and it's weird because I'm like, if I went and, like, let's say I invite you guys and then I don't invite Doug Hopkins. How come I didn't get to go? I'm like, I don't mean to offend you. It was just a show thing. And, uh, or I don't invite my friend Mark. And he's like, oh, I thought we were going to. Uh, it's just too much. It, people take your milestones and make them something that they feel like they can. I don't want to do anything. It's sad because it makes people upset, and I don't want to do that. So I'll just apologize now to whoever's not invited. I had nothing to do with this. Victoria's next. Well, Victoria can't go. I, I, I don't feel bad about that. She's not. Quit taking bothered. inventory. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we all come back. Ah, that was great. I've got balloons. <laughs> <laughs> what an afternoon. Where'd you guys go? Oh, hey, Dave. <laughs> Nowhere. Did you guys look like you had a lot of fun? No. Kind of miserable. We went to the balloon store for a friend died. He loved balloons. Huh. You got ketchup all over your face? It's not ketchup. <laughs> Red velvet. <laughs> yeah, you can have one guy. You just, uh, you, you, I, I didn't invite anybody. I'm just showing up. That's my deal. People throw, hey, you show up like, hey, I didn't know this was going to happen. Hey. I still hear from one friend because my 40th birthday, they did, uh, Megan put together that reverse surprise party that I didn't expect where I was at a restaurant and all my friends started to show up and it took me about five people to recognize what was going, hey, Darren's here. Weird. And then he sits in, hey, look over there, Mark's here. Weird. Why's Joe here? Everybody eats here on Friday, I guess. And then I'm like, hold on a second. Everyone in here is someone I know. And then I realized, this is a party for you, you dumbass. I still hear from one friend, I don't ever get to go to that or heard about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't put it together. Am I not in your contacts? Because that's how... I don't Built know. 10 years later. Yeah. Man. I'm probably not invited because it's, it's a joke now. Probably not invited to your house. And now it is. Like, no, because you're too emotional. You're an emotional man. You missed a you missed a guy's 40th birthday party. You know how many people, would, you know how many people going to that didn't want to go? Almost all of them. There isn't anybody who goes, hey, we're, I can't wait for somebody else's birthday. Doesn't happen. Did you invite that person to lunch today? Playing no, safe? No. <laughs> oh, Mo- great. No, Moynihan, Moynihan's got stuff to do. <laughs> I'm kidding. Is Steven by? I don't know if he's invited. Don't ask. I don't even know about this. You're was- just invited to a birthday lunch. Someone just <laughs> right. invited you, salesperson, Wouldn't it be whatever? just a lunch without me since it's just right? my birthday? Yeah. 
No. So it's imperative that I... Oh, it can be a birthday lunch and there's no birthday? Right. I like that. All right, we'll go with that. Because <laughs> if you invite one, you got to invite everybody. At work especially. It's just mean. And what if we skip... Did anybody ask Larry? He's got to be on the air. And he's got 27 meetings today. You're good. Did you check? I didn't set this up, so no. <laughs> Let's see. This, we're all, this is all bad. All bad, no good, all bad. All I said was we'll go to Castaways up the road and have a pop, clink glasses, and leave. A couple of horse bets. Yeah, we'll put on some. We'll do some OTB in, and we'll have some fun. We'll watch the stabbing, and then we'll leave. <laughs> There's always the stabbing. But, yeah, so way to go, Toledo. Way to go, Jill. <laughs> All it took was one person downstairs going, what are you going to do for your birthday? You want us to take you to lunch? I'm like, you guys don't have to do a thing. Who do you want me to invite? I'm like, don't put this on me. <laughs> don't do this because I'll, I'll accidentally skip someone and it'll cause a, a thing. It's your party for me. You <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't want anything. I said, no, nothing is fine. You get me some cookies. That's all you got to do if you want to be nice. No, we need to take you out. It's a big one. I'm like, all right. Cookies and a giant bag of M&M. I'm, I'm grateful. I think it's fantastic. Oh, giant bag of M&M. Oh, that's glorious. But I come back with my M&Ms, my balloons, my face paint. Choco tacos. A unicorn on my dick. Choco tacos. Glitter. My pants are down. Where'd you guys go? Oh, nothing. Walgreens. Moved to Walgreens. And they were giving stuff away. I... Paris, Paris slushy. <laughs> What's that? Alcoholic drink, those giant... Uh, oh, the, the, Paris. The big oh, Eiffel yeah. Tower-looking yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I thought you meant that wow. uh, old lady oh, clothing store in Paris, Paris. Oh, oh that was... Yeah. Paris, Paris slushy. Yeah, no. We're just drunk. That was awesome. Best day ever. I love most of you guys here at work. Almost all of you. Those poor two people just sitting there hammering away. And I also don't think that if anybody, if you don't want to go, you shouldn't feel like that's bad either. I I understand that. I don't feel like going. That's great. I prefer that than over, you know, people forcing themselves to do things. People have that, uh, you know, two or three times a year at, a, at, at their company, oh, usually. The worst. Company Christmas party, yeah. sometimes. Oh. Because I don't, I don't, I, look, I don't ever want to be the guy who's. It's my birthday. And then somebody's like, oh, is that today? we got to go to that stupid lunch. I'd just rather have you say, I don't want to. Because we've all done it. Yeah, I, I do it to every, I do it to people else. I really, really like. I'm like, oh, I could be sleeping. That's going to screw up my whole afternoon. Yeah, I just don't want to be on the other end of it. Anyway, so thanks a lot for that awkward get-together, you jerk. Don't look at me. I'm looking at you. No. I like that Brett will deny it. No. Nope. I don't know. Deny, deny, deny. Don't know who's doing what the who, but I'm just showing up. We should have a uh, goodbye to Paul Sorvino party instead. That there would, we go. There you go. Yeah. But it is nice. It's just weird that you have to whisper now because there's whispering. There's been two days worth of whispering downstairs. Every time I walk by the salespeople, shh, okay, are you okay if they go? I'm like, stop oh, it. <laughs> oh, no, I, I was going to ask, but are you okay if they go? Not them. Yes. I can hear you. I'm okay if they go. Yeah, they're right there. It's like these weird. <laughs> Just our plastic our partitions. plastic partitions that block nothing. Are you, are you okay if Sheila goes with? Because I don't know if you like her. Yeah, she can hear you. I'm fine if Sheila goes. And I'm just shaking my head no. Sheila can go. Okay, I get it. You hate her. Is it all right if Heather goes? Heather has some Heather has some issues. Look, no, Heather can go. Finger across the nose <laughs> is the code. 
<laughs> what about him? The guy you're pointing to who's looking at us? Yeah, he can go. He's behind me, isn't he? <laughs> He's right there. But absolutely don't invite Bob. No, don't invite Bob. Okay. She's writing a list on the wall. People who Never are going. invite Bob. Yeah, we've got that dry erase <laughs> wall. Yeah, yeah. We've got a dry erase in wall. In, out, in, out. I have to go and scratch the names <laughs> off. Not you. It's awkward. Castaways, that's On it. my way out. Today I'm just like, oh, I got so much work to do this. I'm, I'm I gotta go yeah. uh, this afternoon. I'm just gonna go down and just meet. I'm just gonna get on the intercom. <laughs> if you were invited to my birthday lunch, we're leaving now. <laughs> <Air up. laughs> if you were not, there is no birthday lunch. Castaways. Bye. What do you mean? What birthday lunch? I wasn't invited to that. Then you keep working. It's just mean. Work parties are mean. It's why the Milton party sucks so bad in office space. Everyone had to be there for Lumberg's birthday. <laughs> the ratio to people at cake is too high. There's not enough cake for everyone. Just keep passing them down, Milton. And, of course, Milton was offended. They didn't have enough for him. He wasn't even supposed to be there. He lit the building on fire. And he lit the building on fire. So this is what we've got to look forward to. No question in my mind. That uh, Greg downstairs probably going to light the building on fire. No doubt. Uh, let's get right to it. What do you got on the big board of musical treats today? Buddy? Wake up song and brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. E-bike month actually oh. going on. It's, it's e-bike season. You got a mu- you got a week left. Well, yeah, but next yeah. next month they're changing up the specials a little bit on the e-bikes. So Even better? Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. Well, then just wait. So August is going to be another <laughs> part know of anything. the e-bike season. Could be a little bit cheaper, could be more. Who knows? The month. <laughs> they have five more days. It's the end of the month sale. Wait till next month when it gets better. <laughs> All right. I'm going to skip this week. I'm getting on it. <laughs> I'm going to. we got to get these savings now for next month's savings. I don't know. I think you should wait till August, the way Brett sells that. But 10% off e-bikes right now and $25, $25 off of e-bike rentals. Yeah. So go rent one totally before you buy. They're, they're great. But uh, for your big birthday here, we got Volbeat on the list, Clutch, Allison Chains, uh, Joey Jordanson died today from oh, Slipknot. On so uh, yeah, so uh, we got Slipknot left behind. He didn't die again. Uh, Death Clock, Combi Christ, Kim Petras on the list. Oh, uh, Ice Cream Man <laughs> for your Choco Tacos. Uh, Dennis Leary, the asshole song, Kansas Dust in the Wind. <laughs> I get in there. I don't know. Somebody put it on the list. You want me to? It seems a little bit uh, telling. <laughs> Is that, Is that from one of the people downstairs that didn't get probably? Circle my parking Dropped off a second basket of Choco Tacos. <laughs> Let's do a little seal of the deal by Volby. That's my birthday wish. Mm. Well, I think about Kim Petras and her very shallow, reconstructed vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Choco Tacos. I'll take as many of those as I can. Are they good? Do you like them? You probably like them. No, Michael Higgins, I'm you don't like bring it. No, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't turn one down. <laughs> well, come on. Well, that means you like <laughs> I don't reach into the ice cream cat. I go after the, uh, usually the, the cookie witch, that Nestle's <laughs> uh, that cookie. Is. What is that? It's uh, two chocolate chip cookies with ice cream. Oh, it's a center. sandwich, a cookie yeah. sandwich. Yeah, cookie witch. I usually go for the cookie witch. Yeah. That is a The Nestle's Toll House cookie witch. You go for that. Yeah. That's pretty I like the... Snickers ice cream bar, too. That's pretty good. Spent a lot of time at that freezer at the edge of the drugstore. I didn't know what was in there. 
Choco Tacos. That's all I see. It's a good day in the parking lot. Uh, seal the deal is Bowlby. This is a good one. And then we'll celebrate my 50th birthday with you guys winning stuff later today. That'll work out. Uh, it's Volby. Let's seal the deal. It's 98 KUPD. Pumpkins right there. Uh, bullet with butterfly wings. And off we go. It's time now for the Brady Report. All the news that only Brady knows on this date of my birth. That's how it works. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. How about Hooters for lunch, Brady? Do I eat free at Hooters today? I think so. Me and kids? I think you do get a freebie there. Don't you? Oh, you get the Let's Hooters go. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's take advantage of that. A nine, ten, and eleven dollar specials for non-birthday havers every weekday from eleven to two. Hooters, uh, Hooters has something for everybody. Plus, Tuesdays are double lunch punch days. See you at Hooters. Thanks, Hooters. Uh, here's your Brady report. Brady reported. Good Tuesday morning to Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy Johnny Graw Day. That's right. Hey. For everyone invited, not you three saps down south. We're not interested in taking you along. You'll know who you are when the place is empty and you're still here. <laughs> Dick. I didn't I didn't do it. I had nothing to do with it. I'm just showing up as the man of the hour. Got to have some It's interesting cuz uh, today is National All or Nothing Day. That's right. Yeah. And occasionally some of you are nothing and you have to row the boat. Get down there and grab an oar. We'll be at lunch. A couple of baseless fun facts. People who live in Monaco are banned from entering the famous casino there in the Monte Carlo. Uh, guards check IDs at the door to make sure only tourists gamble. Hmm. wonder why that is. I popped my head in that casino when I was in yeah. the town. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Sounds like the real, like you were living, man. They checked my ID and like, get out of here, man. You're a yeah. citizen of Monaco. No, you just poked your head in. In your sins. And then you left. In your America bandana. Was that on your uh, motorcycle yeah, trip? Yeah, the bike ride. Was that the one with the hooker that you talked to? That was the same trip. Yep. It's a tough one. He poked his head hooker. into a casino, didn't gamble, and then he chatted with a hooker for a fee. And then... I wasn't really. We poked our head in because we we're just getting off our bikes. Right. We're on our bike. You got it. And everyone's in. going in there like James Bond rolled in. And the Beautiful. Tucks and you guys go in like the Hell's Angels. Yeah, it's intimidating. Wayne Gretzky was friends with Alan Thick. I think Mike, wait, and he used to babysit Robin. Michael, yeah, that was the, they were neighbors because he yeah. tells the story about how Janet Jones used to lay uh, in her, and he could, and Robin said I could see Janet Jones from my bedroom window in their backyard by their pool, and Wayne Gretzky would come over all the time, and Janet Jones was in the backyard. He used to. I think Robin Thicke was saying he used to tug it to Janet Jones in the window. And then when he'd finished, no, Mike. Mike. <laughs> they, Mike. they had a father-son moment there. Oh, Mike. You hear it in the other room. Mike. 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 <laughs> Dad. Robin. Mike. His original name was Throbbin' Thick. Okay. <laughs> Uh, What's the Jerry of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> we we capped that already. You need to pour more on top. He put sprinkles on sprinkles. We were good with the thicks beating off together. We didn't need throbbing thick. Come on. Mike. Boner. Mike. I miss that show. I miss Alan Thick. Jerry of Ben and Jerry's has never come up with a single ice cream flavor. They've all been created by Ben or someone on their team. 
Got a little boomer warning. A new study has ranked the 10 most attractive metro areas for millennials who want to relocate. It's based on several factors, like the ratio of millennials already there, the social and employment opportunities, and salaries. Tempe's got to be up there. San Jose, California, and its surrounding area is number one. Followed by Austin, Texas, Seattle, Salt Lake City, San Francisco, Denver, Nashville, Raleigh, North Carolina, Columbus, Ohio, and Boston. No, nobody from Tempe. Figure that would be a big one. I I would think so too because it's such a with college. I guess they're not millennials anymore. Like Scottsdale would be more the millennials. Tempe would be whatever they're calling those idiots. Gen Z idiots, (laughs) idiots, generation idiots. Actually, I like the newer generation more than I do that millennial one. Millennials are the ones loudmouthing, canceling everything. Yeah. The ones underneath them are kind of funny. They're the ones hiding under their racial slur names on their video games. A pastor in New York City was robbed on Sunday in the middle of a service, which was being live-streamed. Three masked gunmen stormed into the church where Bishop Lamore Whitehead was giving his sermon. They made him get down on his hands and knees, give up his jewelry. He's wearing a giant uh, chain. It is huge, and it's so thick. You can, it looks like it's part of the costume. It's so big. It looks like a collar. So like thick. LL Cool J or something. It's, I mean, it's, just it's a big, He's just advertising, I'm, I'm covered in money. Between the necklace, watch, uh, maybe one other item, it was over a million dollars in value. It was? Yes. Wow. And then there's a dude in the video in the back that doesn't budge. The he's robber's security security just, yeah, yeah, he's just sitting there the whole time. He's probably the guy who let him in because he doesn't move. He just sits and watches the whole thing go down, doesn't? And he's a big dude. He doesn't. They also got uh, one or two items from uh, Bishop Lamore's wife. Um, he talked about it after the theft. After afterwards, he did a little video live on Facebook, and he defended the expensive taste that he has. A lot of people are going to say, "Why are you so flashy?" It's my prerogative. Can't help it. Go ahead. Don't. Uh, to purchase what I want to purchase because I work hard for it. Yeah. He With your hard, money. He works hard stealing your money in the congregation to dress up with a million dollars worth of jewelry to tell you to sell your oats. The police are still investigating it, not cop the three gunmen. It's a pretty brazen operation. They walk right in, cameras on, tell him to lay down. They strip him of his stuff. It does, it's not a short period of time either. If you've seen the video, it's like five, five Calm, minutes. Calm, cool, collect around. Nobody's really making any noise. They leave. The pastor gets up and people, and there's a few people. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! A couple of folks walk in front of the cameras that are just shocked. This one dude sits in the corner. He's like, he might be in a wheelchair. He's so immobile. He doesn't budge. Well, hopefully the congregation gets together and yeah, they, you know, replace it for yeah. him. Or well, they got to kick up the, the God will replace the donations. God will bring it back to him. It's part of God's plan to have him robbed and then the resiliency of the congregation getting him all his jewelry back. Do you ever struggle? To open pickle jars or a jar of jelly or anything. Sure. According to a study, that could be a sign you're dying. Yeah, we all are, Brady. New research out of Austria has found that weak hand grip strength may signal more serious health issues like heart problems, lung issues, um, can lower your life expectancy. And don't fool yourselves. Strong hand grip doesn't mean your heart's in great shape. Yeah. This is where I was watching on uh, NBC the other day. 
or they had to clarify that when they were talking about stuff that, you know, if you feel a weakness in your arm, it, it's a you know, precursor to some sort of heart condition. So if you don't feel it, it doesn't mean you're killing it. That's what they wanted to make sure yeah. you mentioned, that even if you have a super strong hand grip, yeah. that doesn't mean you'll live an extra long life. If you pass out trying to open a jar, you probably aren't doing too well. You might want to check something. Right. I mean, that'd be like every woman out there for, for the most part <laughs> right. in the kitchen. Can That's you open point. this? You know? Yeah. You're, all ladies are going to yeah. die of a heart attack, according to that, because pickle jars are hard to open. I hate that when uh, you get the, can you open this? I can't get it open. And then you sit there and neither can you. Yeah, like, you're there's something wrong with this jar. <laughs> you're tapping it on the ground. This usually works. That's It did last night. Did you? Tapped on the Goodness. ground. Yeah. You think it works. Something happens. I don't know. After Either about way. 25 minutes. <laughs> you're struggling. What were you trying to open? You don't even know. You're just opening jars. Are you all right? I'm trying to oh. remember what it was. It was Ooh. a disappeared it was out of the refrigerator. I was trying to remember what it was. We just watched Brady transport him himself to a better place. Back to the kitchen. <laughs> and he wasn't coming back for a minute. You were gone. A dad uh, who claims he can't stop farting. It's been going on for constant farting for five years. 2017, he had a ham sandwich. This was in England, so they call it a ham roll. And he was at this marketplace where he had it. Tyrone Pratis is his name. He's 46 years old. He said that snack sparked a life-changing flatulence, which uh, wakes him up night when he's sleeping. It wakes him up in the middle of oh, sleep. Um, he finds out the reason was the ham roll had, uh, he said, salmonella. And the bacteria is effective. So he's suing. Five years ago? Yeah. No. Because it hasn't stopped. His life has changed. He wants $300,000. He farts a lot. And he wants to blame a sandwich? He went through a, a stomach cramps, fever, vomiting, diarrhea. But that kind of it dissipated. Sure. But, the, but the gas is not. Ever since then, it's been constant gas. Great big middle of the night. So he was in court. That damn sandwich. God damn it. Tyrone hasn't had one good night's sleep since that sandwich. He was in court with his lawyer, and they're arguing the point that the salmonella in the... Because there were other people that day that got the ham sandwiches that were sick. Well... Are they farting too? Not as bad as uh, Tyrone. It's a class action lawsuit. The one problem is right now... um, the court case is going to continue to the next level. They're going to go ahead and hear it. Mm-hmm. Said the ham sandwich did not have salmonella. <laughs> it can't prove it. It's five years It ago. had E. coli, oh, okay? You were saying salmonella. All right, we'd like to call Tyrone to the stand. Tyrone, please ride. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> God damn it. This is why I'm here. Better get B. Ivory on this one. <laughs> B. Ivory. Lamar will be, I see millions of dollars in your view. Please stop doing that in my office. I can't help it. <laughs> That goddamn sandwich. <laughs> you blame one sandwich for all the Brady. Yeah, one was the was sandwich the that caused your Christmas problem. Market. <laughs> that sandwich but had to be when you were like twelve. From the sandwiches sure. as well. From the sure. Coli. But if they all don't have the same problem, his body reacting to it and being—he's farting so much he can't function as a human being anymore. Guess so. I've lost four jobs. Can't sleep at night because of my gas. Oh, Wife left me. Lord, here we go again. Just smell the ham. 
You know what the worst part is? I need it again. It was delicious. Damn it. Now a moment of silence, please, for all those lost in war. Sorry about that. Dunkirk veterans. We're at Dunkirk veterans. So, no. Come on, I got one on deck. Hurry up. God damn it. Stop the anthem. Stupid ham. I can't stop. Goddamn ham. Good night, mum. <laughs> Tyrone. I just picture he's not. He... Sorry about that, England. My bad. My bad. We've got another deadly uh, virus that has hit Europe. This is a uh, eye bleeding virus which kills up to a third of its patients. Thanks, Congo. Your God is an awesome God. <laughs> the Crimean Congo hemorrhagic what? fever. Your eyes just bleed out of your head. It was recently caught by a man in, in Spain. Yes, your eyes start bleeding. Right. Isn't that what Ebola does, too? Makes yeah, you bleed makes everywhere. Yeah, you, you start rotting and gushing out from the inside. Yeah. You just liquefy, basically. 30% death rate. That's pretty good. Yeah. So you're saying I got a chance. One, two, three, so, dead. Yeah, yeah, so hold on. The Bleeding from the eyes, good sign. Uh, another Huge sign. Uh, stomach, pain, wrong. stomach pain, <laughs> yeah. headache, and vomiting. I have spent zero days in a medical facility <laughs> right. where I learned anything, but if my eyes started to bleed, I'm positive I need a doctor. Is this normal? No. Jeez, unless you're a, unless you're a statue, of the, statue of the Virgin Mary down in Guadalajara. That is not normal. She's crying blood. Oh. Think about going to Mexico if your eyes are And just staring at the Mexicans. <laughs> I do smell. This is him. Just going to Mexico makes my eyes bleed. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you drink the water, your eyes are going to bleed. So is your ass. Good news is it's pretty difficult to pass. You really have to be. That's what they said about monkeypox. Yeah, now all of a sudden you pick it up. It's the same off. way. You can get it well, through uh, it Chocolate Baron and um, <laughs> lick it, yeah, licking look. someone else's blood. Right. I, I don't do either, so I'm pretty safe from this one. And I keep trying to push that kid from California in front of the TV to say, see, monkeypox gets more than just gays. Like, I don't know that that kid wasn't doing anything gross or gay. <laughs> I think he's twinking. He's in California. His oh, parents are good. probably pushing him to be gay. It's trendy there. Have you blown anyone yet, Todd? Mom, back off. No, you're just not being a good Californian. What kind of family are we? We're not raising a gay. Don't you think you want to be a girl, Todd? We're not being good California. I think I'm a heterosexual sis. Oh, great. Well, it's going to be a tough life for you here in Los Angeles. I got a couple of uh, quick Wild America radio videos. Okay. Hello, my friends. Oh, you need a, oh, you need, oh, you're doing those now. I didn't know <laughs> yeah, if you were yeah, staring yeah. at me. I didn't know if that was coming up or what was happening. <laughs> Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan. These are Wild America Brady videos. This is a really quick one, but it's a breaching whale. Yes. Humpback whale uh, jumps out of the water near Plymouth, Massachusetts on Sunday. Basically lands on a small lands on a boat. fishing boat. I heard last night on the news that these things can get to 30 to 50,000 pounds. Oh, 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 yeah. They're big. Oh, man. Oh. You yeah, see oh, that? Oh, it just comes up out of nowhere, and it's the two, oh, the two people in the boat. Okay, the whale is okay. Yeah, that's what I was concerned about. Is the whale? I mean, it just comes oh. smashing down. And they said, just cavalierly said, this things can get the, the juvenile whale can get from thirty to fifty thousand pounds. Big. 
That doesn't register with me. That's a building. That's, that's a bit large. 30,000 pounds is Lizzo. 50,000 is... <laughs> I can see one. The other's ridiculous. Two Lizzo's in the same body? Preposterous. How's the earth not sinking? The next one is a woman who was attacked by a nursing monk seal in Honolulu. Um, someone on a kayak rescued her. But for some reason, it, it, it's kind of on her. What she does that was mean, warned nursing? against it. Like it had babies? Yeah. Yeah, it just, oh. so she just had got... a youngster. And she's protecting the youngster. Oh. Who's to know? Oh. Well, she's not supposed to be swimming there. They had warnings yeah, like Get out. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the idea. She's like, get out. I, I don't think, think she's trying. I don't think that's not on her mind. I should stick around here. Get out. Best advice ever. But her move right now of getting out is going towards the young seal. Right. There's nothing you can do. That's where the beach is. Yeah, mom's over there. Get out. But... God. God. Oh, my God. I can do how stupid you are. I just get out. There's the young one now. She's actually paddling, trying to get out. I don't care about anything going on in the water. I want to know what's in the brain of that coach on the sideline screaming, get out. Now it comes back around. Wow, that's crazy. There's your Wild America. Bring the videos. Did it eat her? Three minutes? Now a couple of quickies, a couple of girls getting hurt. First one, she's checking out a little fountain. All right. We haven't been on girls getting hurt in a little corn time. Or Brother HQ. This is Brother HQ. Oh, it oh, is? Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Brady's God. been there, trust me. <laughs> He's been digging around. All right, here we go. Oh, God! That was immediate. What did she do? She just, I'm just going to step through. Oh, she tries to walk through this little tiny water feature, and it's about a 10-foot drop. She doesn't even see it. Oh, man. And she fell right Hey, Good. Oh, you know yeah. what? She's in shape. Yeah. Because she slid right through that crevice. If it was a big girl, there would have been a chin and a... Wedged. She'd have been stuck in there forever. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's skinny, so she got away with it. Next one, it's either a, a wedding or a funeral. I'm going with a wedding. It's it one, like of the same. Dressed, yeah. one of the same. <laughs> What's the difference? She's getting out of her car. She's had a little uh, one too many. Right. And it's definitely a wedding. <laughs> oh. Hey. oh. Nope, and now it's a funeral. I think yeah. she's dead. Double. She took two steps out of the... Is that England, I hope? Because she's in the driver's seat otherwise. Stumbling, stumbling, stumbling. She goes into that building. Two steps and sleep. I like how... Okay. And she's up again. look around. Wow, that is some serious drunk right there. I'm assuming that's a, a wedding since everybody's in bright floral <laughs> prints. Yeah. Well, it could be, you know. It could be. They might have hated the prick. The, uh, Could be Guido the Killer Pimp, so uh, <laughs> right. funeral too. You know, you never know. She takes out the cinder block wall right there. She too. goes right into that. Boom! Pulled it right down. <laughs> the welcome from the family sign goes down. That's whatever. Great. All right. Is that it? That's it. Bert, uh, I got one here. Someone was sent yesterday. Uh oh. But we got stuck on. Uh uh-oh. Is this a Crandall again? No, no, no this one isn't. Is the worst this, is, this, is, uh, this is a kid learning how to ride his little man. <laughs> nice. That's that's good know. coaching, Dad. Man, that's the father cousin at his son wow. like that? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, keep, I would keep the volume down. He's got a pacifier in his... Oh, <laughs> oh man. Wow. Keep the volume down. We'll right. do it one uh, more time. time. The little kid gets on this tiny little bike. He's got a pacifier. Pass he's yeah. so young, he's got a pacifier, and they let him ride this motorcycle <laughs> into the pool. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Play past the beginning so I can hear him hitting that pole. Now put All your right. mouthpiece in. Yeah, here we go. All right, here we go. Right here. I don't know what you're doing. Right. God damn it. <laughs> dad knew. That would be my yeah. dad. God, God damn, damn it. it. <laughs> now you broke the bike. Oh, man. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that kid's right. done. Straight time. into the light. One more time, one more time with Start the goddammit. He didn't even hit yet. The dad knew the kid was doomed. And you know what? He's not worried about that kid. He's worried about the ear beating exactly. he's going to get from his wife. Yep. You let him ride that bike? Oh, my God. Good thing he had the pacifier and protect those baby teeth. mom's car. <laughs> baby teeth all stayed in. My God. Well, that's a solid one right there. Good closer. God damn it. God damn it. Ah, your mother's gonna never gonna hear the end of this. I've told that story, but I was three-wheeler. We had a three-wheeler on my grandpa's property, and we're flying around eight years old. Dew on the grass. We're kicking the back end of this danger machine. And I slid too far and crashed into my grandpa's uh, carport and those decorative poles. And uh, I hit my head really bad, flew off the bike, and I'm just laying in, in the farm grass. Probably dead. Nobody checked on me. My grandpa went to the pole at his carport. To the, repair it? The, one of the few things I remember is him going, this guy bent pretty bad. <laughs> my head hit it. My head bent his oh, car. And he wasn't worried about me at all. Idiot hits the carport. I got to pay for one of these two things. It's going to be the carport. It'll be here longer than him. And I laid there. My dad came over. You all right? What happened? You know, you, you bent your grandpa's. Garage. I saw lightning. And I'm like, I did what? You, you better go apologize to your grandfather. Okay. <laughs> Which one's he again? Because I got no memories. Yeah, they didn't care. And I'm sure my dad was like, God damn it. And my yeah. dad said that when I came home with a broken hand. Playing football. I broke my arm. It's all swollen and black. And I looked at him and I'm like, I think I got to go to the hospital. In his mind, he's like, deductible. It's going to cost me a few thousand. <laughs> God damn it. The weak kids break their bones. <laughs> I just put my head down. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that. But it was just because he didn't want to go to the hospital. My dad handled pain poorly. He did not do well with that. He wasn't very uh, empathetic towards your situation. Cuts into his schedule. A, it cut into his schedule. B, he'd have to go to a hospital, and he was nervous for me. Whenever he was nervous for you, he started to treat you worse. Nah, you're dying. You're bleeding to death all over my rug. Okay, yeah, yeah, just let's... Ah, jeez, what happened? What'd you do? I know you're seven. You gotta yeah. move out. He'd make you feel terrible for being hurt. Because it made him so nervous. Yeah. Uh, it's 8.05. There you go. That's your Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's 98. Killing time on my birthday before all the prizes start rolling in. And here they are. Ready to go with... <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> We had these ideas, Jack Rags, years ago. You can actually get a washcloth with your name uh, <laughs> embroidered onto it. Right now nice. it says Sea Rag. We'll add that to the pot. Yeah, throw that in there. I like that one. What's that? Is it a portrait of me? Oh, you get a like custom a portrait painting. from a... Oh, my God. They take one of your pictures and make you a Victorian... All right, I got J. Todd Himes for that, but... If you can quick hit me with that, that's even better. All oh, the prizes are everywhere this glorious day, July 26th, 2022. 50 years since the beginning of time. <laughs> as far as Amazing. I'm concerned, who cares about the rest of that stuff? Kennedy Schmenity. I was around. Uh, that's all that matters. Solopsism, Brady. It all started on my birthday. 
Uh, and we'll have the uh, ready to go. Brady, you have questions ready? I do. Uh, you guys have the prizes ready? Yes. Brett and uh, Toledo. Who's on line one? Let's just get right to Johnny Grow and see what All we've got right, going on Line one, here. we got uh, Sean. Sean, are you there? Hey, how's it going? Sean, happy, happy birthday, bir- John. Oh, thank you very much. I was going to wish you a happy birthday just in case, but you beat me to it. When's your birthday? February 28th. Oh, ways away, but they're way behind us. They're kind of in the middle here. All right, well, we're practically twins. How old are you on your last birthday, Sean? Uh, 38. 38. Creeping up I'm on you, man. Before you know. Before you know it. All right, you and I are a team. They're going to ask us some questions. Let's see what we're playing for. Uh, Richard, oh, I get to draw it. All right, let's find out what it is. I'll pull this one. Pick a winner, let's Tommy. I've got. This is what we're playing for right now. Oh, wow. This is kind of a good, this is nice. Custom wooden maps of any city in the world. What it's a, the? This is kind of beautiful. <laughs> hey, my daughter's name's London, so let's get. Oh, a you get map. a London map. That would be fantastic. All right, now we have to really try. Uh, it's fifty dollars and ninety nine cents. It'll cost these guys a hundred bucks to pop in on this thing. That's solid. Custom wooden map of Brady any like city in the world. Brady didn't want to spend any money. Wait till you see the questions he pulls out now. <laughs> Brady's got, we're going to get him. I have faith. Sean's a, Sean's smart, and I'm ready to go. Let's do this, Sean. Although I will tell you, I'm a little bit puppy dumb right now. So here we go. Brady, go ahead. Before starring in Breaking Bad, what show did Brian Cranston play the dad on? Malcolm in the Middle. Absolutely. Yeah, we Malcolm got that one. That's easy. That's one. In the hit show Friends, yep. what was the name of Ross and Rachel's daughter? Oh, not getting Emma. Emma, that's Emma. right. Emma. Correct. Excellent work, Sean. Wow. Not being a homosexual, I didn't know that. Nice work, Sean. Thank you, sir. What is Marge's natural hair color on The Simpsons? Her natural hair color? Yeah. It's blue. It's always been blue. I've never seen it any color but blue. Yeah. Even when she was a little girl, it was blue. I can debate this with you, so you better be positive about this answer because they showed her in her birth and it was blue. Okay, final answer? Blue. Gray. <laughs> What's, your proof? What's your proof? He's on his phone brain. Yeah, he's, he's not on he's, the actual book. What's your proof, book? though? Uh, Just the thing trivia. you're staring at? Yeah. This <laughs> the thing trivia. he's actually staring at. This right. trivia source. We'll go with what Brady said, but there is an episode where she was a child and it was blue. What is Marge's natural episode. hair yeah. color on yeah. The Simpsons? Yeah. Maybe they right. mention it in Toledo a joke or something, but uh, if it's gray on Toledo's research, Sean. Yeah, gray's a shade of blue, though. So I that is true. Sean's right about that. Well, now, what Let's is... Let's move it on, boys. Yeah, what does she dye it now? Yes. To keep it blue, which is her natural color. But he asked I what the natural color was. Right. Finding a bunch of grays here. Well, because it's blue. Even when she was a kid, it was blue. And now it's gone gray, and she dyes it blue to keep it blue, her natural color. We can throw it out if you want. I think we should throw that one out. Sean, we're throwing that out. Even though it's my birthday and I'm right. Marge has admitted on the show that her hair is not really blue, but is, in fact, gray. Now. That's what I came up with, too. Not. It is now. Like, she dyes it back to blue. Yes, because it's gray now. It went gray completely. She dies at blue. But I remember the birth episode, and she did come out blue. She's blue. Yeah. Her natural hair color is blue. It went gray, which means it's now her natural hair color. Shenanigans. Let's go to a different question. Another question. Marge Simpson was born with gray hair. Gray as a mule since she was 17. All right. We'll give you that then. All right, Sean, we're going to get screwed on this one because they're going to keep digging. Sean, we don't get our poster. Sorry. I'm fine with throwing it out. It's already out. It's out. 
Too much arguing. All right. On to Rick. birthday is filled with arguing. Uh, Rick, are you there? I just want you to play for that one next, so we'll choose again. Rick, are you there? I'm here. All right, Rick, you got to speak into your phone. No speakerphone. Uh, I'm on my headset. All right, get yeah, off your exactly. headset. You get right get on. You can't be on that. Can't hear you. All right, hang on. Hurry up. Uh, meanwhile, we're playing for a light me when you want a BJ candle. It's a Father's Day <laughs> gift. Better? Yeah, it's yes. much better. A gift for a husband, a birthday gift for a man, uh, a gift for a boyfriend, a gift for a wedding. It's a candle that evidently sets out pheromones that makes women want to blow stuff. Well, that's because I got rid of Choco Tacos, so now you're going to need that. <laughs> that's right. Light me when you want a BJ. <laughs> That's what it says. Pretty subtle. Right there on the candle. Rick, are you uh, are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Good luck. Two of us together. Ready? Go ahead. What is the name of the talking computer in Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey? Hal. That's an easy one. I agree. Hal is right. Correct. That's right. We get the first one. All right, good job. Question two. Which famous director won his first Oscar for Best Director in 2007 at the Academy Awards. Won his first Oscar? Yes. Ever. As, as Best Director. Or first Oscar as Best Director. First Oscar for the Best Director. As Best Director, yeah. Had he won Oscars in the past? Because that insinuates that he has won Oscars before, and this is the first one he's won as a director. Yes. The first Best Director right. Oscar. Yeah. His first his Best first, Director. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of how many? Don't go! Don't confuse me. He's the, the worst quiz master in the world. The worst. He looks That's down. That's part of my question, Sal. <laughs> is this what you do in Jeopardy? <laughs> no, because they write good they questions. They yeah, you don't write questions. Yeah. They, they don't have questions that have open ends all over them. Uh, they have uh, answerable questions. Uh, but uh, um, you know, such a question. I can give you the movie. Okay. I'll give you a chance. There you go. The Departed. Oh, okay. That's Martin Scorsese. Correct. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. Which I'll do. I don't think he's won an Academy I'll Award agree. outside. I of hope yes. so. Good for you. I, hope said so. Yes, I would hope you would agree. <laughs> because the he hadn't hadn't won an, uh, an Oscar before that. The wording of the question was confusing. Which is a shame. That is a shame. In the yeah. early two thousands, which movie became the first musical to earn a Best Picture nomination in a decade? Early two thousands. Hmm. And it won. Oh. It, it nominated for Best Picture. You don't need to uh, yes. anymore. He was going to give you another clue. I'll say, I, I want to say Moulin Rouge. Oh, I think it's Rick. Uh, any answers, I, any thoughts? Um, that's early 2000. That's probably about right. Yeah, because that was not gay. I'm not either. I'm, but not, I, gay. I did, I'm not gay, but that movie, well, I am gay, but no, I haven't done it yet. That's a good one. I don't know. I think it was nominated. I don't know if it was for Best Picture. Hmm. I'll say Moulin Rouge. We'll go with it. Final answer. Sure. Brett, what's the answer? Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge, Moulin Rouge oh. is correct. Oh, nice. I forgot Chicago was better on that, Kept my point card away. That's three. How many do I have to get here? Five. Oh, for Christ's sake. All right, go ahead. Rick, All right. We're, we're killing it, Rick. Big, big gay win on the Moulin Rouge there, Rick. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> named for its country's uh, named for its country of origin, what infamous 1980s import was voted worst car of the millennium? The Yugo. The Yugo. Oh. Yeah, we got yep. it. We're good, Rick. We're a team. It's okay. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we're Rick's right. Rick's all right. Rick, it's okay. I still have one. 
You had a Yugo? My God, how bad were things going for you? Oh, hopefully things have improved. <laughs> yeah, you, you still don't have it, do you? Because I'll buy it from you for a bag of M&Ms and a pair of socks. All right. For the win. For the win, Rick. For the blowjob right. candles. What endangered right. species of crane, named for its distinctive call, can be heard up to two miles away? Ooh. An endangered species of crane. I just want to point out, notice when he goes to the book, the question gets all of oh, a sudden yeah. really pointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the, book, the book has good questions. Brady's tap dance. We won an Academy Awards. First one for directing. Depends on how you say that. Uh, a, a crane that screams and you can hear it for two miles, Rick. Hmm. It would have to be like, what, what do they call them? The whooping crane. What do you call that there? That's uh, what a whooping what crane. That like, there, why else Normie? would you call it whooping? Yeah, you hey, got that one uh, bird out there. That's that whoop noise. Yeah, it makes it a couple miles away. Whoop it. I'm, that's the only thing I can think of. And I don't even know if that's a thing. Uh, there's a sandhill crane. Oh, he's looking them up. Whooping crane. Oh, I was no, right. I didn't look on you did too. I mean, there's you, too. you just all of a sudden had like four <laughs> you answers. Just said, I'm looking it up. You just don't, said that. Rick, Rick, if you're going to do it, don't do that bad. They're like, I have five answers out of the blue. You, you got on the And page. what do you think it is, Rick? <laughs> is there a thing called a whooping crane? There is a whooping crane. Well, we're going to go with that. Uh, Congratulations! Yeah! We got the candle! <laughs> nice work. I did it without the internet stuff. All right, Rick, hold on. Travis oh, is the I last. Didn't either. I... No, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Yeah, stop, 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 stop. This is why you drove a Yugo. You're, you're <laughs> dishonest. People don't trust you. All right, uh, Travis, we'll try one more. What am I going to play for another one? The blowjob candle was phenomenal work. Oh, it's, oops, I got two. Uh, pick one. I can't see. You got Travis on the line. Travis, oh, Travis, are you there? This is what you passed up, by the way. Oh, I don't, give me that back. The adult big wheel. Let me see that thing. <laughs> We're playing for an adult big wheel. These are great. All right. Brady, go to the book. <laughs> this is amazing. How much are these? There's no price on There's it. I looked at when looked I printed it. Like, we both looked at it. I'm like, oh, oh because this they guy. Have, it's like four bills. It's like getting a T-shirt. It's like getting a T-shirt. You have to wait for enough orders to build them. Okay. Well, we got ourselves adult-sized <laughs> big wheel rigs. The top of the line adult-sized big wheel exclusively from High Roller USA built. To perform and features a metallic candy apple red heavy duty steel frame. This thing's a couple thousand That's what dollars. He passed up, Brandon. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't blame him. The glove light? No, we're good. <laughs> All right, Travis, this is serious stuff. Let's get on at five. We get these big wheels, and each of us get one. I want to watch Brady cry Brady for is hours. digging now about this. Go get him, kid. You got it. I'm just going to go to my phone and ask the phone. Go ahead. A clue to us its historical ties to plumbing. What metallic element is abbreviated PB on the periodic table? Do you know the periodic table, Travis? Um, I don't. Brady's come out swinging. What was that again? I hear the keyboard get back. Yeah, I hear him tapping away too. I got no problem with that. A clue to its historical ties. There you go. Oh, nice job! Because he tapped away. Of course, it was either lead or copper. Yeah, when he find, when he taps away on it. I know copper's not. I was going to guess lead until I heard him tapping away, and then I'm I was. Mm -hmm. Then I heard him tapping. I'm like, I'll let him answer it. He's going to the computer. I'm not stupid. Hey, but I would have guessed that. Right. Nice job, Travis. That's one. All right, Brady, go ahead. Uh, For the big wheels. <laughs> in which year did Tiger Woods win his first Open Championship of the 2000s? First year did he win the Open Championship? Five of seconds, the 2000s. Rick. Otherwise, you don't get an answer. Uh, the first Open Championship ah. was like 2004. 
2005. That's when he went on the run and had the Tiger Slam in two separate years. Might have been 2004, though, because the Masters completed. I'm going to say 2004. I'll defer to you on this one. 2000. Damn it, he got one earlier. Son of a... Technically not in the 2000s. It's the last year of the 19s. We don't start on zero. But all right, whatever. Nice job, Travis. Sorry we don't get big wheels. And it's all right because Brady started getting grouchy during the game. You could see it. <laughs> that was a good question. That yeah, was a great question. Well done. Sorry, Travis. Rick and I got blowjob candles. Want so a that's blind one? Or? Yeah, I want a blind right. one. Jesse or Jennifer? But I think that's Jennifer. a dude. I think it's a dude. No, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's called. Let's but see. Let's try. Jennifer, are you there? Yes. Yeah, it's a broke day. <laughs> Hi, Jennifer. You. How are you? Hi there. All right, this is what we're playing for, Jennifer. Good luck. I'll go with this one. Okay. And this is all right. This is a uh, this is a Brett prize because this is just a, a charcoal peel off mask that makes you look like you're in blackface, <laughs> but it's for your skin. It's actually a good thing. I wonder who that the, is. Good. The, the picture. Face. The picture is a lady that looks as if she's in blackface, and that's why Brett. It's from Cal- <laughs> That's why he's over there. The company is California Charcoal. Oh my God! Gets the ugly stuff out. It says, "Way to go, Brett." Now this makes us all uncomfortable. We're playing for uh, uh, facial peels here, black facial peels. Sounds great. Yeah. All right. Good luck, Jennifer. Let's play this uh, five in a row. Go ahead, Brady. Who scored the most points in a single game in the 2000 NBA season? <laughs> in the two in one game. The most points Almost in points a single game. In a single game. In the ten, 2000 NBA season. In 2000. Uh, Kobe? Might be Kobe. I was thinking it might be right around the end. of Well, 2000 was the strike year. I'm thinking the Spurs, like there'd be a Tim Duncan or David Robinson. Because Robinson scored like 90 points in his last game. Allen Iverson might be in the mix. Uh. Most points in a game that Shaq Diesel was around. I wasn't watching then. What are you, 12? How old are you? <laughs> Beyond me. He's 20. Yeah. The 2000s are way too long He's 23. ago, bro. <laughs> uh, Shaq had all the points back then. He was averaging like, he probably had a 50 or 60. Let's go with Shaquille O'Neal on this one. You want to go with that, Jennifer? Sure. All right, he wasn't watching back then. We'll go good. with Shaq. It's Sha- good. Shaq Diesel for really. How did David Robinson put up like ninety? It was his last game. He scored a ton. It had to be right around then, ninety-eight or ninety-nine. All right, next question. Oh, didn't make those on free throws. Y'all. Shaq. Yeah, Shaq didn't do it from the line. Name the four female artists who who formed a supergroup to record "Lady Marmalade" in two thousand one. Oh, all right. You got yourself the, uh, this is the second Moulin Rouge question of the day. Brady's got a theme going. Twinking it up for you. You got Christina Aguilera. Pink. Pink. Christina Aguilera. Uh, Missy. Was it Missy or Lil' Kim? Missy. Missy. And then that skinny one, Eve. I think I got it. Sure. I think we got it. I think you're missing it. Did we miss it? I think think you're missing it too, yeah. Yep. You'd say, are you sure? You're I'm positive. pretty sure. All right, well, all right uh, that's you all I know. Five. I know you mentioned four. Now you mentioned oh, because uh, Lil Kim was Lil Kim in that? Not Missy. That was Lil Kim. What was Missy Elliott was in that? <laughs> I don't know. Goes along. She was in rap. Yeah. Tap away. What do you think? Do you like our answer, Jennifer? Yes. 
Okay. He is tapping away. Aguilera. <laughs> Pink. Missy. Missy. And then Me. that weird one, Eve, or whatever her name was. I think that's right. Yeah? Final answer. Wasn't there a fifth one, too? Three said four. So yeah. his uh well, it was four or five at four. least. All right, what do you got? Incorrect. Oh. Christina. Yeah. Pink. Got it. Lil' Kim. It was Lil' Kim. God damn and it. Maya. Maya. Oh, that Maya was her too. name. Yeah, Maya. That's it. wasn't Eve. It was I didn't know Maya, Maya but I knew I Lil' Kim. Know. She was the skinny one that nobody thought was hot. Son of a bitch. All right, Jennifer, sorry. Next one, we're going again. All right. More uh, prizes for me. Who, who do you want to go with? I'm going to go with uh, Jesse or Russ? Uh, Jesse. All right. We'll go with Jesse first. Sorry, sorry. Russ. So we're going to go with that one before. All right, one more round. Son of a... No blackface for you. Hello, hello. Hi, Jesse. How are you? I'm good, John. Happy birthday, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Off your speakerphone. Oh, oh yeah. you got to get off your speakerphone. What is oh, this? My Bluetooth. This is a zombie collection, and I don't know what that That's means. Brad, Chia Brad pets. Oh, it's a bunch Chia. of <laughs> We get a collection of Chia pet zombies. <laughs> I'm all for that. It's the pet that keeps giving. All right, here we go. Good luck, Jesse. Uh, answer with me, please. Go ahead. In 2010, who became the first woman to win an Academy Award for Best Director? Oh, uh, Catherine uh, is for The Hurt Locker. Oh, her last name. It wasn't the chip from Laverne and Shirley? Isn't she a director? No, that was Penny Marshall. She was, but, but she didn't win a, an Academy Award. It was Catherine Bigelow. Correct. That's her name. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Got that one for us, Jesse. You're on the hook. You owe me one with your nonsense Laverne answer. <laughs> 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 Wasn't it Laverne? No. Not even close. The Big Ragu. Oh, rest in peace. Which, which movie had the highest box office collections in the 2000s? Mm. I don't think that's what it's called. The, the number one in the 2000s, and that's yeah. 2000 to 2010. Correct. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's either Harry Potter, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. But Lord of the Rings had to be the same. I'm going to say some Marvel. Or maybe even Fast and no, the Furious. Fast and the Furious had like five. Oh! big ones in there. What was Iron Man? Wait a minute. No, it's a whole collection, so I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm thinking Harry Potter. Shrek, maybe. Was there any Star Wars out then, though? There Those was. nerds were. There was, because oh, we did the geez, premiere for right. that first one. But that's only the the next ones came out after 2010. Yeah, like, but, but, uh... Did Avatar happen before 2010? I, I don't that know. Was 90s. I, no, I'm, that still, I'm still saying the Harry Potter series. You want to say Harry Potter? Harry Potter seems strong, and it's there's four or five of them by 2010, I think. Yeah, but a couple were in the 90s. Avatar oh, a lot of them might have been in the 90s. Avatar was 2009? Wasn't there only... How many avatars were there? One, but it was the biggest thing. Know, but it, it conquered every box office thing there ever was. I'm, I'm, I think it's Star Wars or something. Shrek I mean, is up there too. He said the series. Shrek is strong. Shrek's, just, but Shrek's first Shrek came out in uh, the. It was well, it was 2000. 2001 first Shrek. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it, that. I think Avatar is the number one thing because it tripled everything that ever happened. I still say Harry Potter, but I'll go with you, John. All right, let's try it. He's going with me because it's my birthday, and I get what I want. Avatar is correct. See, I told nice. you. Well done. You can't well get on serious because it said which movie. Huh? So you couldn't it's add up collection. all the different yeah. notes. Oh, yeah, it did. You said collection, right? It had the you highest box collection. office collections. 
You said which collection had which the highest Which movie had the highest box office collections in the 2000s? Okay. Well, either way, Avatar was the big winner. You can go to the tape. Yeah. The term, the term all collections, collections is still a it big seemed, It seemed a little... Highest box office take, maybe? We got it right. This is what you get when you get Brady <laughs> reading questions. He's the worst Alex Quebec of all time. All right, go ahead. You can go to the tape. <laughs> you can go to the tape. No all you want. It's still a little confusing. <laughs> Which movie had the highest box office of the 2000s That's is the question. You don't even need to throw the word collections in. What is the name of the baby in The Hangover? His real name? The real name? The real name or Carlos? Carlos is what they called it. The real name was... It's not his real name. Huh? You, you got it. Carlos? Uh, yeah. Carlos. Well, Carlos is what they called it. It wasn't his real name. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Brady. What's his real what? name? It wasn't his real what? name. I said you got it? I know. Correct? No, and you're arguing? Okay, well, you no. didn't get it. What's his real name? <laughs> Does this well, happen on Jeopardy? Does this happen on Jeopardy? He's not buying a chia does for you. Does this happen Man. on Jeopardy where Alex is like, forget it. When you ask what's the baby's guys. real not name. I'm for chia's for you. And then and Alex never said, what's the baby's real name? And then you give it and he goes, it wasn't his real it name. It didn't you got say it. that. that what is the did. baby's name you, in the movie Did he hangover? not say real name? Real I did name. not say you real name. Go to the tape. You did too. What is the baby's name? Then why would I say real name? You were the Maybe one that I brought did that say, up. But that's what I was asking. And that's what I was saying. The baby's name wasn't Carlos, but all right. <laughs> what are you on? AmbiguousTrivia.com? Unbelievable. com trivia? <laughs> it's not the baby's real name. So what's the point of the question? What's the baby's name? Forget it. You didn't get it right. <laughs> no, we got it right. Because t- we got it. Nice work, Jesse. Next one. We're going to get them all right now. We're going to fight Alex before it's all over. Go ahead. In the sitcom, The Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. what is Sheldon Cooper's catchphrase? Bazinga. Real catchphrase. Bazinga, Carlos. Correct. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're killing it, Jesse. One more and we get the blackface. What are we playing for? Zombie oh, the cheers. Oh, the zombie cheers. All right, Brady's going to the book now. The one that actually has questions that make sense. Well. <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> he is in a struggle. You'll nail this one. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What are you giving him what one he can nail for? Yeah. You're right. You're right. Zombie cheers. You're right. He's so grouchy. <laughs> he's he's like, to, you know what it was like? Back to the hand Remember rate. when Captain Kangaroo couldn't host anymore because he got mean? <laughs> Angry he's mad at guys. the kids for asking him stuff. Mad at the kids. What do you mean, Captain Kangaroo? That's not Shut Mr. Up. Green. Just Shut up. It's a white say it is. Go ahead. I'll go with this one. Okay. For the win. On the TV show Glee, what is the name of the first song the Glee Club performs? Ever? The first song they ever what did? What are you asking yes. follow-ups for? This is where yeah. we get into problems. Well, because later he's like, first of the thir- 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 five. I kissed a girl. First of third season. I kissed. I kissed a girl and I like it, I think he said. Katy Perry, I kissed a girl. Final answer? Yeah. Well, he's a Glee. Don't stop believing. Ah. The I like your answer. That, that was a softball. He deserves the BJ candle and the zombie cheers. <laughs> Very strong. Jesse, thank you. Sorry you're out. But Rick and I won the blowjob candles, and that's all that matters. I'm going to like those. Way, I'm going to like those around Brady and shut him up. I've Never had. question the quiz master. <laughs> Always question the quiz master. I'm not kidding. I've had at least six people on text. I need the link to that blowjob candle. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, For those who are asking, it's on Etsy. And the title is Light Me When BJ Candle Anniversary Gift for Him. It's 11 bucks. Yeah. 
There you go. Search it up. Yeah. And if there's a candle burning in the window, <laughs> Michael and the Troy beacon. are coming yeah, over. That's the beacon. <laughs> oh, you should get one for the neighbors. I should get one. Just put it out in the front yard. <laughs> come over like. You'll need to get a dog. It's going to be like Paul They're Revere running through so fast. <laughs> They'll be chasing us around. Nocturnal Every three feeders. days, they're going to like, we need another candle. Crazy. We're out again. Your house would burn down. <laughs> Flaming indeed. Anyway, well, we're not going to get to the other Good thing, job. You won a prize. Thanks, buddy. Jesus Christ, host. <laughs> Terrible at this. Uh, that was brought to you by Eric's Family Barbecue, since we won't get to the hot releases. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Johnny Graw brought to you by Eric's Family Barbecue out there in Avondale. Uh, everything they've got is fantastic. I want the burger right now, and I don't know why Anthony hasn't brought it to me. It's my birthday. Eric's Family Barbecue, Eric's Family BBQ.com. Eat, mesquite, repeat. That's how it works. It's 98KUPD. Happy birthday to me and my grouchy dickhead friend. <laughs> Jeez, we're almost done. This is almost uh, ready to be a birthday day. Uh, glorious stuff. What a what a great uh, day, too. The puppies, the blowjob candles, uh, La Fig, Lisa Figueroa has dropped off delightful cupcakes. Her annual visit to us to drop off cupcakes. Humane Society. I'm in the shirt they gave me because it's that perfect cotton. Oh, that perfect cotton. It's soft. Oh, that's good stuff. It's a good shirt. Change shirts. I don't want to change my shirt because when I felt this cotton, I'm like, oh, this is the one that's going on. And I had a soft cotton shirt on before. Good stuff. And all the people being really nice to me on emails, things like that. Thank you for the birthday wishes and the treats and the niceness and the kindness. It all ends tomorrow. If only we were this no way. kind. Yeah, if only we were this kind to each other on our uh, normal days, just birthdays. You used to have your birthday month stuff. Activities. Yeah, you used to have. Uh, yeah, uh, I had an agreement. Busy, a lot of busy. COVID just got busy. COVID. COVID showed up, and then you're like, oh, I just can't. The thirty for thirty action. Well, thirty for thirty was great, but it just kept failing year year in and year out. We got up to forty seven for forty seven, and you, when you're trying to get forty seven BJ's. Or acts of you didn't have love candles. forty-seven days in a row, and you get to thirteen, and everybody quits. It wasn't just her; I was out. The energy and effort was difficult. Day thirteen, you think you're all fired up, you got gas. You're like, all right, we'll do, we'll double up on day fifteen, uh, and then it just starts going <laughs> sideways. Then you get it to where it's like it's eight times yeah. today. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. We're it's way behind here. We're gonna have to work weekends. It's it's hard. Rain out. The effort was uh, nice. It's, it's forget it. And birthdays and holidays, and that's pretty much all I got the energy for. Now you got a candle. Now the candle should help. What's it made of? Soy. Soy that's boy. What I've heard that's made of boys, soy yeah. boy. <laughs> Is it uh, and soy? Uh, it's just burning wax. Eco-friendly, vegan, artisan, artisanal. Sorry, soy candle. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Just you got to choose your scent. All right. Do you have a preference? Well, it wouldn't be me choosing, would it? Choco Taco. That's going to make me yeah. want to blow a guy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Choco Taco is the smell. That is Done. Done. full circle to today's stories. As I understand it, the smell and taste of a Choco Taco drives a girl crazy. I'm going to pick up a case on the way home tonight. <laughs> and just tell her, there you go. if I don't like these, will you blow me? What does that mean? I don't know. Some girl fell for it. It's the dumbest girl in the world. If you don't like that, I'll blow you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to lie. And I did kind of like it. I just never, it never had a chance, the Choco Taco. With that kind of parameter on it, yeah. forget it. And oh, the only other time I remember it being different, it was an intern I had when I first started in radio. She said, oh my God, I would blow you for some fries right now. And I'm like, I'm going to get to the fries now. We're going to go get some fries. 
She was in the car and she was laughing. She didn't stop it, but it didn't happen. Curly or waffle? What yeah, do you what, what would you what like? Do you I'm going. To, I'm going to buy a deep fryer for a second, <laughs> just to make you have to follow through. I'm not even that interested in you. I'm going to make you follow through. Now, she wasn't actually my intern either. She was Jim Sharp's intern. <laughs> I. I was some. You uh, claimed her after a uh, while. I was just driving her to lunch. Oh, I play for some fries right now. I'm like, my God, I'm going to marry you. I was in a space and a time that was difficult. I was between Choco Taco and and whoever was next. Choco Taco was a strong performer, though. But that was the best thing was Choco Taco and I went to the Hilton on the uh, Alma School and the 60 once because she's. Uh, we were going to like I don't remember why, but we went there. She had a bag full of, like, lingerie, and they didn't have any rooms available except for the penthouse suite. Now, keep in mind, I had no money at you. all. None. And this was, like, 1994, and uh, the guy's like, it'll be $330. I'm like, for the night? That's crazy. That's, like, 2020 Yikes. money. It's, like, you, 90s. You take Sears? And I, job, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there with my ones because I was a bartender, and uh, what can I, I'll just, one, two, a three, a four, and I'm counting all the money, and she goes... Don't worry. Everything's in play. I'm going to make this worth your while. I'm like, all right. And then the money just started flying out of my head. Choco tacos. And everything wasn't in play. It was a lie. My, let me just say this. I just got my hands real dirty. The first time. It was a lie. Because I figured if I get all that going, my hands just got dirty. That's all. $330 to go wash your hands. That's essentially what happened. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends over at uh, reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense. And I have to say thank you to the entire crew, uh, uh, Jay and his wife, uh, Joy and Josh and Tony, and Erica. They all took me out for lunch yesterday at a cool place called The Stillery. And uh, not to say that uh, I've told you all I can tell you about Tactical Black till I'm blue in the face. It just gets better and better every time we go, but... Then you're dealing with these types of people who are just great. I owe them more than they could ever imagine. They've been great friends to me and just great people. And so them taking the time out of their day to just take me out to lunch for my birthday yesterday was too kind. And I have to say thank you just for uh, for being friends with me. That was the best part. You get to be good friends with these people and the people that train there. Uh, it's a little family. And uh, the funny thing is everybody training there gets to know each other. And then they get to be kind of a family. It's a very cool, close-knit group. And they're welcoming everybody who wants to be part of it. It's a weird... Uh, mindset that everybody goes in there with the same idea and it's rare nowadays to have a room full of people with the same objective and it is it's there it's and it's because of the way that they run the place and uh, the type of people they are it seems like good people find them (laughs) the pat mcmahon line it flocks to them and they've got a great situation there if you want to be part of it you're invited and that's just a simple way of saying uh, you need to be involved with people like this. The Ackermans are amazing. Tony Sprague and his wife are unbelievable. And I couldn't be happier to have them around me as much as I do. So thank you to the uh, whole group up there at React Defense. For yesterday, a little birthday thing they didn't have to do. So you can do it too, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Uh, Charles Barkley was talking with uh, Dan Patrick about the Live Golf Series. And that tournament is now, there's rumors that they wanted to get him to be in there to do the broadcasting the broadcasting yeah. because they landed david Faraday. yeah he just and they're left. talking to um gary mccord right now who all the Scott's fun tail. ones yes yeah they're not going with the lame ones so dotty ask him what would it take charles because they know they if they got the money i'm there a lot charles makes 
around twenty million on the stuff that he does. TNT. TNT. Wow. He says triple it. I'm there. And they're considering it. They said it'd be done. No questions asked, and you'd be asking me where we're going to go celebrate. And the reason why is because he makes $20 million from the TNT thing. But yeah. the endorsements he has, Subway and a couple other things he's doing, push him up around 35 He's going to lose them because the, the live thing, that the golf thing, has that Saudi Arabia tie. So not everybody's really excited about spending a ton of money and putting that face to that thing just in case it gets sideways. And they're still worried. So he even said, again, I, if to triple what I make at TNT because I'm losing endorsements and I'm losing other stuff. Give me 60, and I make the switch tomorrow. I'm gone. That's amazing. That's crazy. We go out, I get $60 million. The next thing you know, I'll be blowing Toledo. $60 million, I'll do anything. I'll join Al-Qaeda. He said it on TV, too. So you give me $100 million, I'll kill a relative. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he said it on Pat McAfee's show. I'll kill a relative. In fact, i kill a relative I like <laughs> for $100 million. Movie web. Ranked the best opening movie scenes of all time. Best opening scenes of all time. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Give you the. Uh, well, there's a lot of like Bond movies that have. Yeah, that's incredible what I was gonna, yeah. Star uh, Wars in the top of the ten. Ships. No, that wasn't a good opener. No, you'll get uh, top five. You ready for this? We'll go from the top. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Great start to that one. I was oh, thinking man. of Tarantino movies too. The opening dialogue. Um, they put the social network in number four. I don't remember the what was the opening scene between on that? Jesse Eisenberg and Rooney Mara over a few beers in a Harvard bar? I've never. It's a great. Movie. I've seen it, but I don't. Yeah. That wasn't memorable to me. No. Number three, The Godfather. Of course, there you go. A man asks Marlon Brando's character for help at the wedding. Yeah. Come into my house. Cry like a woman. Uh, Jaws Enzo was number Baker. two. Yeah, isn't that the one where Johnny Fontaine comes in? After- oh, that was wasn't the opening. Enzo no. the Baker was in there trying to get. Oh, uh, that's yeah, right. And it's it was Enzo. on his daughter's wedding. Yeah, come to my house, my daughter's wedding. <laughs> you ask me for help. Jaws was number two. That's right. That is good. Jaws is pretty solid. Number one, they gave it to Saving Private Ryan. Pretty strong opener there. That is that's out. But a couple on the list further down. There will be blood. <sighs> no dialogue. You see Daniel Day-Lewis' character strikes oil, gets injured, and crawls for miles. The Matrix. from a basket in the middle of the desert. <laughs> Look at me. You're lower than a bastard. Oh, what a movie. So sad. So hard to watch. Pixar has one in the top 15. Up. Yeah, Up's got some great stuff in it. It's got the first cartoon miscarriage of all time. Which I- Really think is amazing. A full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket's strong. That's a great open. I'd say the first 45 minutes of that yeah. is the best part oh, yeah. of it. And then it kind of... Yeah, when they actually get the to training. Vietnam, it's yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, once they get to the, the hooker talking buku, I'm out. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever sat through all the Full Metal Jacket. That's There's some good ones. We have a... Um, celebrity death. Okay. Oh, Someone to... We do? Oh, oh, Jimmy's here? Jimmy's. Yeah. Come on in, Jimmy! Jimmy Fallon, everybody. Oh, my God, you guys can believe this. Jimmy, what is it, Chris? How you what doing? It, boy? What's going on, Brady? What's going on? <laughs> How are you, Brett? Good, oh, my God, there's Toledo. Oh, my God, Toledo's in there. Toledo's never in here. So good to see you guys. So amazing. You got a show tonight? Got so much energy and so much passion. You ever get a show tonight? We did a tonight show. Uh, it's a rerun, but it's Blake Shelton. 
And then we're going to superimpose another Blake Shelton show over the top of it and see if you can tell the difference. Too much Blake Shelton? Oh, my God. No, it's not. And then on uh, the other show I've got. It's John's birthday. Oh, my God. I heard it. It's amazing. Happy birthday to John. I sent you a Blake Shelton CD. <laughs> awesome. It's pretty unbelievable. I love it. Tonight, on the Tonight Show, Blake Shelton. And then we're going to do That's My Jam. We're going to play the game That's My Jam. And then we're going to have the big hand smack. And then uh, later on, as a guest... Of Blake Shelton's Gwen Stefani's gonna show up. It's unbelievable. Big hands. By the way, Leave It to Beaver's Tony Dow is dead. Really? Just passed wow. away this morning on John's birthday. Unbelievable. Breaking news. It's like 85. It was Wally Cleaver. 77. And the only one left now is the Beaver. <laughs> the whole family's dead. They're all dead. Except the Beaver. Have a great show. The Beaver lives on, I said, okay? <laughs> You can never get rid of the beaver. That's the whole thing. Larry McFeely just walked in the room. It's amazing. Larry, I'm such a big fan. Really? I listen every day. To, to, to Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about Tony Dow? That's, Tony Dow's dead. That's what they're okay. hating. Thanks for coming in, Jimmy. All right, see you. There he goes. Jimmy Fallon. Some terrible news from Jimmy. Best band to deliver it. Oh, absolutely. Makes you feel good about hearing terrible news. Tony Dow. How old? 81? 77. 77. Liver cancer. Yikes. Eddie Haskell's dead too, right? Eddie's dead. Okay. Uh, his name is Ken Osmond. He died a while ago. Lumpy's dead. Warden June, obviously dead. I don't know if uh, Gilbert is dead or if Larry Mondello is dead. I would assume by the size of Larry Mondello at age 11, he didn't make it much past 50. <laughs> Larry Mondello has got to be dead. I got nothing there. You don't remember Larry Mondello? Maybe if I see Larry a was of him. A Beaver's fat friend, and then Gilbert was his skinny blonde friend. Hey, Wally, how come you're always giving Larry the business? How come you're such a bad actor? Yeah, I've been wondering that too. Uh, Gilbert's still alive. Gilbert is yeah, still alive. Seventy-three. All right, Mondello's long dead. He's got to be. Larry Mondello was fat as a pig when he was like 11. Hey, Wally. How come Larry breathes so hard? Because he just climbed stairs, Beef. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I used to drive my mom nuts. He's just listed missing. As I'm walking around the house. They don't even have. Larry Mondello, who's on the earlier stuff? I know. They, no, they don't even have like a birth date or death date. He might have died before. His first appearance was on in 57, and that's Larry Mondello was the original name of my band in college. We settled on Uncle Jesse, but Larry Mondello is what I fought for. <laughs> the great Larry Mondello. I would drive my mom nuts. Hey, Mom, what's for dinner? The last thing you want when you got a, a kid is a kid who does impressions of what he just saw on TV because it's never-ending. Poor lady had to deal with Beaver Cleaver all around the house. Hey, I had an idea. Let's get the guys over and go swimming. Then later when his voice changed, it wasn't as cute. Hey, Wally. Oh, God, he sounds terrible. Uh, That's it. We're done. Birthday boy time begins now. Yes! Get that BJ candle on Speedy Amazon. Get it down here by the end of the day. I'll light it in trips off. I ain't got the urge. I want to snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah! (laughs) Uh, Thanks to everybody for the kind birthday wishes and uh, all of the treats and such. Lovely. No Larry Mondello. What's his real name? just had it. Now I'm going to be driven nuts by that. Rusty Stevens. It's Rusty Rusty Stevens was Gilbert, wasn't it? Or was that Larry? I think that's Larry Mondale. Okay. Uh, was it? 
<laughs> he, he fits the type of a Rusty Stevens. <laughs> My guess is he died when the hood of the car can crash. How the hell did you know that? Well, he's looking at his phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Robert know. Rusty Stevens. Yeah. He's the type of guy that would have died looking in a car engine and the hood crashed him. Still alive. 74. No way. Mondello? Yeah. Unbelievable. No way. He must have lost a ton of weight as a teenager because that kid was fat. There's my buddy, Larry Mondello. There's a picture of him. <laughs> oh, he's big boy. <laughs> that's what he. That's probably what he would have grown up into. Right, he showed me a picture of him as an adult. Still looks a lot like Larry. <laughs> now you got to go eulogize your brother there, Jerry Mathers as the beaver. Oh, anyway, so it was a long time ago. That's it. We're all done. You guys have yourselves a great my birthday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.